Blog Talk Radio. Well, howdy, howdy, folks. I have a cool show planned, um, and of course, we want you to call in. If you have questions, if you're new, if you're old, if you're in between, I want you to call in and check us out and ask some questions or share a tip. Help other vendors out, and that will do the most good. It's why we do the show. I'd like to welcome everybody here tonight. The chat room is open and live, and I'm ready to get started. It's that time again, folks, broadcasting live with his tin cans and a brand new string from a top old smoky. It's Ben, the king of wainerslingers, with a fancy co-host with important guests and the best answers a third-grade education can buy. All for you. Sponsored by Mobile Food Vendors Association, Ben'sCarts.com, Whiskey by the Jug and Donuts. You are so in for a treat today. But if I told you now, I'd have to kill you. So stay tuned. Ben's as nervous as a long-tailed cat in a room full of rocking chairs. Stand by. He's downing his last glass of liquid courage. And he'll be live in 30 seconds. Want to save even more money? Build your own professional hot dog cart. Save over $1,000. Buildacart.com. Buildacart.com. Well, the chat room is open and we are live. And I thank you for joining Hot Dog Vendor Radio where we talk about all types of street food vending. This isn't just hot dog vendors, but we have vendors that do ice cream. We have vendors that do hollies. We have vendors that um, do all, all sorts of food. I talked to a vendor this morning that does barbecue. Um, he's in a place where he's allowed to do that, and I think that's awesome. Um, I wanted to let you know that we are a live call-in radio show where vendors can come for help, encouragement, share their successes, and more. So if you would like to call in tonight and share, please dial. All you have to do when you hear the lady talking, press option one. Press just one on your keyboard. And you will be able to, um, it will let us know that you're there, and I'll know to take your call. Um, This is um, as simple as it is. So if you didn't get that number, it's 424-258-9364. I think we have Jason on the line. Jason, are you there? Yes, sir. All right. Well, welcome to the show. I heard um, that um, you've got some stuff to share with with us, but I wanted to, you know, while we wait on some call-ins and stuff, I wanted to cover something that sure. um, that I had been, um, you had told us about um, a while back, almost a year ago. You told us about a company called SalesView. I think it was last May or June. Oh, yeah. And... I have um, I have to apologize. I looked at it, but I never downloaded the software and saw all the stuff it does. And before y'all think this is some fancy advertising gimmick, I am in no way associated. Um, they don't even know who I am, um, SalesView. But I needed a way to track sales better, and I called Jason the other day, and I said, Jason um, – Will that sales view thing do this, this, and this? And he answered my questions because I was too lazy to look it up, is the bottom line. (laughs) (laughs) 
And Jason answered my questions. Then, then I think I chatted with him through text messages for about 30 minutes. And I and I finally decided I'm going to download this, try it out. And so I downloaded it, and I played with it um, till about 1 in the morning. And then I said, you know what, I'm going to do this. I told my wife, I said, I'm excited about this. I'm going to load my inventory. Obviously, I'm not spending full time, but no matter how much you vend, this thing is unbelievable. I mean, I've seen every software program out there, even one that's just for hot dog vendor. And this thing is unreal, Jason. Um, I, I assume you use it. Um, I know you did. But basically, SalesView, it's S-A-L-E-S-V-U, you don't have to have – they do those like – you know, everybody knows or familiar with Square. You take credit card. Well, this company – is just like that, except better, and not a little better. Now, this is obviously my opinion, but it is way better. It's cheaper, number one. Number two, they have rocking software. The software is incredible. I, I got on there um, and was just mesmerized with the stuff that you could put in there. You could set up categories. Like if you wanted drinks in a category and you wanted these things, if you had taxable and non-taxable, I set everything up and even added my inventory. And it was all push-button with my iPhone. I could not believe it. And then, you know, my eyes are getting bad. I just got bifocals, and I told my um, wife, I said, do you care if I use your iPad? And so she let me download it to her iPad. It's free. And I loaded it in. And I went, Wow. So even if you don't use their merchant services part, you can still use it. I think it's ten bucks a month. Well, you can use the 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 plain version, but I wanted all the fancy features, and so it's ten bucks a month, and it will. Well, heck, it'll do all the fancy features for free. Even I didn't realize this. What I paid ten dollars for is I because I use a different merchant services that I'm under contract with. I wanted it to track their sales as well, and it's $10 a month, and they'll keep up with that company stuff. And I, all I can say, Jason, is I had no idea that it was as kick-butt as it is. It's a good system, <laughs> and it's cloud-based. I mean, that's the other thing. Like, you know, if you leave your cart and have people working, you can see what's going on. You can make specials and change it. You know, hold on, hold on, Jason. Let's talk about that because you you run through things that some people may not realize when you say cloud based. Okay, okay. Um, you're talking about the information is stored off of your system. It's not tying up any memory, any mags, any gigs, any fiddle faddles or bytes or bits or anything off your equipment, off your cell phone or all your Droid or your iPhone or iPod. Even an iPod, it works with an iPod. You can go buy an iPod for ninety bucks. Yeah, and the nice thing is, when they send your reader, your first one's free, like Square. But the difference is, they send you the uh, these bases that attach to all the different iPhones, all the different iPads, and all the Droids. And then the reader itself plugs into that base, and it's a lot more secure than the one that plugs into the mic jack. On the iPhone, it plugs into the bottom. I don't know what that flat, you know, iPhone connector is called, but you know. It's not the mic jack on the top. It plugs in from the bottom. So uh, a lot more stable, a lot nicer to swipe a card with. And, uh, you know, you can customize receipts. It 
It'll hook up the scanners, uh, wireless printers, wireless cash drawers, you know, all kinds of stuff. I mean, you can have your employees do check-ins. You can have employee uh, login numbers, you know, who rang up what. Um, now, that, your, you're you're uh, running through this, and I, I know you, you're not nearly as excited about it as I am now, but you're you're covering some pretty big features. Like I was looking and downloading sample demo products of different things, trying to figure out what would work best because I'm going to have other people logging in. I'm not going to be running the carts. And so I wanted a way to track those people and see what they're doing. And at any point, I can pull it up and see what they're doing because of this cloud base. It's yes, all stored into the cloud. So as soon as they make a sale, you know it. If you just hit the one button on your iPhone or iPad or iPod or whatever you're using, and you pull it up and you go, oh, Janet just sold um, 22 um, meals in the last 30 minutes. And you go, wow, okay. And it will even tell you what your profit margins are. It will tell you what your inventory is. Um, you're talking something and so that they can't – now, your employee can't get into your back-end system. They've got, yeah, they've got it password protected. So your employee types in a password from any of their mobile devices they want to use, and they can record the sales for you. I, I, this is brilliant. This is I don't I can't believe they're not charging. You know, I looked at some software. Well, they they were charging a lot more. I mean, it was uh, if you don't ring up six hundred bucks a month in sales, it was like fifty bucks, and we got it down to ten with the MFEA. Wow. See, I went I went to it thinking, um, you know, it's going to be plain and simple, and I didn't want fancy and complicated. But everything I was finding for restaurants or vendors was pretty expensive or it was crap. It didn't yeah. do everything you wanted. It was kind of, you know... Almost back to DOS. Right, DOS, like a DOS system. Yep. Um, I downloaded a DOS one, and I was like, what in the world is this? And so anyway, I haven't even heard of DOS in eons. Um, so I took... And downloaded this thinking, you know, four or five hundred bucks. It's got to be more than this. This thing does more than I'll ever need it to do. And it's so responsive. I'm talking, I got to playing with it, and I had my wife on my iPod. I mean, iPad. I had a, a child on an iPod, and I was on my iPhone, and I would ring up a cell and see how quickly my wife saw it. And how long, you know, because you can sync it as well, it's got a sync feature. Yeah. So that even you can access their sale or transaction, if you want to, that would work good. I mean, there, there's there's things like you've got SKU management, barcode scanners, inventory control, online ordering, employee clock in, cash management. Hold on, hold on, seen. hold on, hold on. Employee, <laughs> hold on. No, for real though. Employee yep. management. When yep. they clock in, it tells you that they clocked in. It lets you know, and then it gives you the totals. You can run reports all from a flipping iPhone or an iPad. Keep going. I I, I just think all that. Right. So after uh, you got email receipts and email invoices, you have customer history, you have recurring bills, online scheduling, uh, decimal hour hourly quantities, so like your sales. You can do split checks for like uh, you know. 
couple people eating together, you can split the check. You can have open tabs because I have this at my place. I have a bunch of these different guys that will start with, you know, this and a soda and say, okay, you know, can you hold that check and I'll keep it open. And then they come back and they get this or that. And, you know, I just add to it. And then when they're done, you know, I close it out. Uh, you can adjust tips. Uh, there's, you know, the, the printers we talked about. There's all kinds of modifiers you can do with your your whole menu and all this stuff. You can do, like, happy hour discounts or things like that. I mean, okay, I, I literally... Gotta, i, I got to stop you again on something. Uh, In Any price you can change on the go. You can even do custom stuff where somebody goes, okay. I just want the actual dog. I don't want the whole bun. And you go, well, I'll give that to you for two bucks. And... And you give it to them. You you'll have a button so you can just do a custom price real quick, two dollars, and it automatically adds tax. Then it takes you to a page instantly. I'm talking as soon as you hit um, sale, it takes you to a page that already has different denominations of money that are common, and you just click it. And the the more common they are, the bigger the option is as far as on your display. Yep. And so you will be able to hit that button and go, okay, he gave me a twenty. And and it's even got it broke down, but you can hit the 20, and it instantly tells you your change, and it offers you an ability to email them immediately. Well, Jason's been talking about this program, and let me catch everybody up real quick. We're talking, if you joined the show recently, and I know we just had 54 people log in um, to the to the show. We, we have um, – we're talking – about SalesView. It's S-A-L-E-S-V-U, and it's a software program for free that you can download, use for your business, but they they encourage you or would like you to use it for your credit card stuff, but there's no approval process. It's very plain and simple. It's kind of like the square you've heard about, but the difference is, is while I was doing this, Jason, I had a, a particular question that I could not find in their um, Q&A facts page, and so I called them. Well, yeah, I don't. You can't do with Square. You can't call Square. You can't call Square up and go, "Hey, Square, what's up?" What you have to do with Square is tweet them, and hope they answer. You. I am blown away that this company is not bigger. It, it, they are, they are pushing this with word of mouth. Um, do you know who, who the designer of this was? No, I don't. It's uh, he started Google. It's one of those guys that started Google. Oh my gosh! The the thing I is, bro. Name right now, I'm so tired. But uh, you know, the other the other thing is, um, I'm just lost my train of thought. <laughs> if if you can't find what you're looking for, there's email that they're 365 24 seven, and the phone number is 365 24 seven. So well, if you have an I, issue, whether it's a refund or or whatever, you can't find what you need to do to set it up. You can call them. I called them. They're very questions. helpful. And I got a gentleman on the phone. Well, first it was a lady answered, and then she transferred me to a guy. And the guy goes, how can I help you? And, I, and I, he answered my question. And I said, I had another question, and I cannot remember what it was. And he goes, "Was did it have to do with setting up the product? And I said, no, because you know, I was having an issue trying to figure out how to set up those variables because I wanted some variables. Like I could pull up a Chicago dog and automatically have that page pop up that shows me all the condiments on a condo, on a Chicago dog, and I just check off the ones that I want on there in case the customer said, hold the sport peppers. Yep. Um, now, 
folks, this 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 is for anybody. You, we're talking about features you may never need. But can you imagine this for a second? Let me go go back to this question thing. I couldn't remember the bottom line. I'm getting old, I guess, and I could not remember the second question. So I hung up, and I didn't want to call him back. As soon as I hung up, I remembered, and so I just went on to their, um, you know, their search bar, and into their question and answer section, and I created a new question, and within three minutes, I had an answer. They answered it that quick, and. This is on a weekend. So I'm just amazed with it. But let me tell you this. Let's say, folks, you are operating your cart, and there will be times or that you – some vendors only do big things where they're doing big events. And if you all remember, we had a guy on. I went and filmed him in Panama City last year. And he had lines, and what he would do is have somebody running the cart, and he would go down the line taking their orders and collecting their money. Well, what what would be cool about using this in that situation is you could take their order with the the um, app, your iPhone or iPod. It will send the order to a printer sitting on the cart that just spits it out, and it's even got a buzzer. If you want, you can get a buzzer with the printer, and it goes me, and it tells you that it's coming out, um, and what order came out, and it's all instant. So. So you could speed up your whole work process. I can't wait to to hear somebody like um, Thunderdogs um, use this where they do go down the line and take orders ahead of time because they're so busy. The other thing that you touched on is this is an accounting software, and they don't even charge for that. So you get employee management, you get inventory management, you get sales management, and you get tax management. It keeps up with your sales tax and what category you collected, what your average tickets are, how many tickets you did. It does it all, and then it sends it to a QuickBooks program. So if your accountant or bookkeeper uses QuickBooks or you yourself do, it will merge it all. It, it should be five or $600. It, that's what it should be. What would you say, Jason? Ten bucks a month, man. It's just, you know. People thought I was nuts. Everybody's so hooked on Square. I'm like, I don't understand, man. There's so much more that that system can do. And unless they download the app and play with it, that's why I kept telling people, download the app. You don't have to buy it. It's a free app. Just download it and play with it and see what it does. And you'd be amazed. And, you know, people thought I was nuts. Well, that's besides the point. Folks, we're 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 live on Hot Dog Vendor Radio. We do this show every Sunday night at eight thirty, barring you know me having grandkids and stuff. You know, the other night, um, other morning, um, I I left, um, because my daughter went into labor, and I had to go to Fort Knox, Kentucky. Well, I got about an hour on the road, and my mom calls. My aunt died, and then. Um, it wasn't 30 minutes later I get a call. One of my other daughters um, is in the hospital. Um, and I, it was like overwhelming. And I was going, good grief, what can you do? Well, obviously I missed the show, and I apologize that we missed last week. And I do have a, a new grandson. This is my second grandson in, um, I guess, about six months because it was um, our second grandchild period in six months. I had one in September, and then um, my daughter that's in the Army, had one um, just what a week ago, and so I'm um, I'm excited. 
But we do the show weekly, and it's Sunday nights. You can call in and talk to us live anytime you want um, at 424-258-9364. Now, I do know this for a fact, Jason. I was um, I got a lot of emails this week. And and when I say a lot, I'm I'm talking um over a thousand. Okay? And and a lot of them are asking questions that are good questions. A lot of them though I've answered on the blog or on the radio show or in my free training videos. Yeah. Well but we got I, quite a few new people though. We got new listeners, you got new subscribers to the blog and Right. You know. We're gonna well, wind up covering some more stuff again. And we need to. We need to, and what I want to do is encourage people to to take this opportunity. And I know we say the show's an hour, but we've if we're busy, we just run it later. Um, so if y'all have a question, if you're listening in on the phone lines, um, or if you're on the chat room, or call in, and all you do is dial four two four two five eight nine three six four. The number's at the top on the radio show. And you can press option one and talk to us, ask us a question. doesn't matter how dumb you think the question is or if you're embarrassed. You don't even have to give your name if you don't want to. Just say, if your name's Betty, tell us you're Tom. And say, hey, this is Tom, and I have a question. And because your question may help someone else. And because I've been doing this a long time, and Jason and, and a lot of us, you forget some of those questions that that you had when you were new. And so by having people call in, it helps us it helps us um help you and others. It reminds us of the things that we didn't think about or we we'll, we may cover something and not we'll miss certain things. So your participation is appreciated. We'll be right back. Wanna save even more money? Get your own professional hot dog cart. Save over one thousand dollars and build a car. You want to roll a big dog, you need a cart that you can rely on. There's no better way to know your kin than to build it yourself. You want to rock your world, build this cart. Build it and they will come. Buildacart.com. This is Slick Willie Johnson from New York, and you'll be grooving live with the Hot Dog Answer Man on HDVR, Hot Dog Vendor Radio. Hey folks, this is Ben, and I'm back on Hot Dog Vendor Radio. I've got live with me tonight Jason Brown of Love Hot Dog Company. If you don't know Jason and you want to learn some kick-butt marketing tactics and tricks and tips, go over to his Facebook page at Love Hot Dog Company, and also check out his website um, by the same name. I think the website is Love Hot Dog Co., isn't it correct? Yep. Or is it, is yep. it company? Company. company. And, and the Facebook is the Co., right? Um, no, it's spelled out. Is it spelled out? Love Hot Dog Company. Yeah. And check it out, or just do a Google search. It'll pull it up. Love Hot Dog Company. And check it out. Check out his Lemonade Brothers. See what he did there. Or go to the blog at learnhotdogs.com and go down it and look at all the different stuff that Jason has brought us and and taught us. And, and there's others, too, but he's... he's Offered a lot, and so I'm fortunate to have him on the show. He's already expanded from um, a cart to a trailer to ice cream bikes to now you've got something new, and I, I, I don't know if you're ready to tell people, but I'd love it if you sure. share 
this progress and this new thing you're doing. Um, but d- are you okay to share that, or we need to sure. wait? No, um, we're fine. Jason is starting his own commissary, and the beauty of this is, is he's in an area where there it's hard to get one. So he's doing his own, and not just his own for himself. He's creating it so that he can capitalize off of other vendors and at the same time help other vendors get started because one of those big hurdles is a commissary. It's horrible up here. I you know, they make we have to use a certified uh kitchen. You know, it can be you know, like you talk about, daycare, anything like that, church, synagogue, bar, pizza shop, whatever. But trying to get them to allow you to use the space here has just been horrendous. And uh you know, it was just time to do something, you know. Not have to worry about it and uh also trying to help out some other vendors and you know, I did a little research and See what kind of response we got off of Facebook and Craigslist and things. We got a really good response, so went ahead and pulled the trigger, and we're about three weeks out from the final inspection. Well, um, congratulations, because that is um, that's a big achievement. That's going to help you out, number one, but it's also going to help other vendors out. And oh, yeah. I, I think it's fantastic that you're doing it. I know some other vendors have done that, and it pays off. And so if you're considering getting into this business and once you get some capital coming in, it may be a wise decision for you to get a commissary, open one up. I know one um, that's got one right now, and he brings in quite a bit. He's charging them, I think it's 150 a month. Um, but there's another one over in North Carolina. We've had him on our show, and I think his is 250 or 300 a month. Brian Schwartz. i got a buddy up here that uh, is – Paying five hundred a month for commissary. Wow, wow. Now, see, a lot of that depends on what they're providing. If they're just providing, you know, a shed you to put your cart, or are they, you know, with a with a couple sinks, or they have a kitchen or tables where you can prep out stuff yourself. All of that has value, and so five hundred doesn't it isn't much. When you don't have to worry, you can go to a kitchen, clean stuff, prep stuff, be ready for the next day. And I know a commissary in Middle Tennessee, and the guy actually has um, um, freezers so you could store your foods. I, I think that's brilliant. Um, we have – go ahead. We have a question on the uh, chat room. Did you see that from Boss Dog? No, I'm not even got the chat room pulled up. I can't see it. All right. You want to read it to yeah, go ahead. All right, boss dog. So here's a question for Ben. Once I get started with my cart, when I get done building it, let's say I start off with 100 dogs and only sell 50. After they're boiled, what do I do? Do I write them off as a loss on my taxes? <laughs> you know what? You don't boil 100 dogs. Um, if if you go over to learnhotdogs.com, and let me go ahead and capture this while we're, we're on it. Um, go to learnhotdogs.com, and at the top there it says start here. If you um, don't want to start there, skip it and go over to free videos, okay? And this is free training, and this is important, but I start with part one, part two, part three, which is really part two and a half, and I go through step-by-step, even showing you how to cook the dogs, how to get commissaries, how to do all that stuff. Um, And I think it's important that um, 
you take those steps. But the bottom line is you're not boiling 100 dogs. The most you should ever have is a couple dogs or four or five dogs to waste um, as far as that would be thrown out. You wouldn't refreeze them. You'd give them away. Give them to um, somebody that's walking by or take them to a nearby business and go, hey, we're closing down today, but I wanted to drop off some fresh hot dogs for you to try out. Um, and in case we're, you know, when next time we're back, you may want to eat lunch with us or something like that. Have your card stapled to a brown paper sack, have it wrapped in full, and hand it to them. Something nice, presentable with some condiments. And you will see that that isn't a waste. That's called advertising, cheap advertising. And they're actually getting to sample your products. So yep. that's what I would do. I, I kind of give them my customers at the end of the day. If I'm getting ready to close, I got a couple extra dogs. You know, I say, hey, you know, Ben, um, you know, if I gave you another one on the house, would you be able to eat it? I'm getting ready to close. So, you know, they let me know. They want it. I wrap it up, plate it up, off they go. And that's something See, they remember. That's something they remember, and it, it's a goodwill gesture, and it creates no waste, and you can still write off. Um, all of those are good things. We had a vendor on the show recently that actually gave the um, leftovers to a local um, homeless shelter. And yep. That's another good thing to do if you're in a town where they have one. Um, I was saying a minute I do, ago. I do the state police, too. A lot of times I'll drop stuff off to them on my way. Well, there you go. See, there's lots of places that and people that would be happy to have it, and you will build some customer, customer followings and loyalty and new customers. It's win, 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 okay? I want to tell you, if you go to LearnHotDogs.com, and this is a blog, it's free. Click the free videos. Watch those videos if you're new. At the bottom, it says bonus videos. There is bonus videos. What the bonus means is I took some videos that we used to um, not, I'd give to just my customers, and I put them on here. And I've got quite a few videos on cooking and tricks and how to get increased customers and collecting sales tax and all those things. So there's lots and lots and lots you can learn. So you can either start off and learn as you go, or you can get years ahead of yourself just in knowledge before you even start. And so I would say take advantage of some of that stuff so you, that, one, you don't have waste. You shouldn't really have food waste ever, not that kind. I've I've left out stuff. I forgot something in my truck one time, and it's pulled. I left a case of hot dogs in the truck one time, stuff like that. I've done some, you know, just moron mistakes that everybody makes when they're tired or um, I think I was late for Oprah. And so I ran in the house and forgot them. Um, but I I got a call. I want to make sure the lines are okay right now. We don't have anybody that's um, wanting to ask a question, but here's what I do know. <laughs> Some of the people that asked me questions this week, I asked them, I said, call in. I said, I'll answer it online. Um, it's answered in my blog, but feel free to call in, and I wasn't trying to be a jerk or anything. I just figure if I'm going to type it or say it once, I'd rather say it and have it help many instead of one. And some of these questions, some people are embarrassed to ask, so I'm not going to use names. Okay? But we recently had a um, – I, I got an email, and and it, it's actually a sad situation to me, but um, – this person bought, I'm not even going to say male or female, but bought a hot dog cart. Um, she, uh, well, there you go, she. She did a fundraiser, okay? And 
and collected the money to get a cart. She bought a cart from a company, a company that um, is um, is one. It, it, I think it's the only company that I've heard the enormous amount of complaints from. Okay, with quality. And then I also have some personal experience with that company. And so I'm very familiar with their product because I bought one when I was new. And if you've watched my training videos, I tell you about the horrible things that that cart did, like like the cardboard painted to look like um, stainless steel lining where your propane tank sat and my propane tank's rolling down um, the interstate on I-40 in Asheville, North Carolina. I tell that story in my training because not to get you to buy my carts because I had training before I had carts. I, I tell the story to tell you what to look for. And in this day, day and age of news and information, you should be able to do a Google search and find out about a company. Well, the bottom line is this lady is having, um, and hopefully she'll call in and I'll, I'll answer her questions um, if she asks them, but she had a bunch of questions about what to do about all these problems with this cart. Um, things not working, things messed up. Um, just, And it's horrible because she just got started. She just got it. So um, hopefully she'll call in. Um, we've all, you know, done it. We've all made purchases that we regret. That's one um, that she's regretting now. I've regretted, you know, mine when I bought mine. Um, I'm blown away the, the company's still in business, but they are. Um, I don't want to say their name. If you called me up and asked me, hey, is it so-and-so, I would say yes or no. But not on the air. I'm not going to do it on the air. So call me, you know, separately if you if you're – looking for a cart and you're considering some carts out there and for whatever odd reason you're not using benscarts.com, um, I forgive you because um, we can't make all the carts that are sold. And um, But I'm more than happy to help you, guide you to good companies, reputable companies like Dream Makers. You know, I can, I can push you or guide you or give you my opinion and my knowledge on certain carts. Um, I think I've seen, touched, felt, Every cart manufacturer made, unless they are relatively new, because we used to do a lot of trade-ins, and so I've I've seen most carts. Um, now that I'm done boring you with that, I had a um, somebody email me, and I want to read that. Out. Well, I want to read a few emails, but the bottom line is we do have someone on the line. I think. And um, caller with the area code 719, this is Ben. You're live on Hot Dog Vendor Radio. How are you tonight? Hey, Ben. Hey. I'm good. How are you, Ben? Doing wonderful. Who is this? Hey, it's Roxanne out with uh, Stella Bells out in Pueblo, Colorado. Wonderful, Roxanne. How are you? Yeah, I'm good. We started our first week this week, and if, uh, it doesn't seem like anybody's calling in tonight, so I just wanted to give you an update, and a hilarious thing happened today. I'm, I want to hear it, and I do want the update. Go ahead. Okay, so we started Thursday down on the Riverwalk and did about like a hundred bucks gross. Not great, but pretty good for a first day. Uh, Friday, my partner got uh, massive stomach flu, so good to sell hot dogs on that day. So, Friday went down. Um, it was totally different. We changed from a weekday crowd, business people down there, to a weekend crowd where nobody comes out till one o'clock. But we did good Saturday, you know, over a hundred bucks, no big deal. Um, and then went down today, 
because the forecast said the wind was going to be picking up this afternoon, and I don't know how things would go. And so, uh, so I'm left and right, just you know, kicking it. And then the wind came up, and literally my foot's like 20 feet from the from the river. Right. <laughs> and so the wind came up, but I saw one of my taped on menus go flying down the river. So I ran down to get it, <laughs> pick it out of the river, you know, because. We're responsible for all the trash, blah, blah, blah. And literally, like, two seconds later, you hear this, the wind come up in this large crash at my table that has all my chips, my tip jar, you know, forks, knives, cases of, you know, boxes of them. Right. So it's flying into the river and floating down the river. It was insane. Oh, my so, gosh. Yeah, so I had two boxes of chips just go floating in the river, and, you know, people pulling them out of the farm. And, I mean, it's a river walk. It's not like a river river. But, um, well, we put on the banner on the front of our table with some industrial, like, Velcro. And so the darn thing floated down the river, and we couldn't get it out. <laughs> so, wow. It happens, right, it happens in front of the, you know, the other restaurant on the river walk, which is a pizza place, and all these people are there because it's big. So I'm about to jump in and get my table back <laughs> my banner and and so anyway I convinced the waitress to go get me a you know a broom or a mop or something so I could get it back but it was just disastrous you know but it, I mean it was only been out there three days made a few hundred bucks but I'm not discouraged at all about it because it's people love us being down there they we don't have any mobile vendors in our neck of the woods because they make it so hard in our town and they just love us being there and it's like you know it's hard work. You got a lot of cleanup time. You got a lot of prep time, but it's cool, you know. You know what? And so, as you go, Roxanne, you're going to um, shorten those cleanup and prep times because you'll learn yep. little tips and tricks. You'll start using pan liners. Um, yep. You'll you'll do little things as you go and as you can afford to upgrade um, yep, yep, things yep. and make streamline stuff. And that goes for all of us. We all have to fight those things and come up with yeah. better ways of doing it. I I want to see a picture of this setup next to a river. Well, you know, I can send you one, but I I'm, I suck at Facebook, but I, I will email you one. How about that? And you can email on me Facebook. one, and um, I'd love to share it if you'll allow me, and I'll put it on. No, the list. no worries. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was it was just it was ridiculously hilarious because <laughs> I mean, our table is floating down the river, and there's you know. Uh, just 60 bags of chips and my tips for the day, and I was like, oh, my God. And the wind kept blowing our uh, um, our steam table out and our grill out. And I, was, I five minutes before this happened, I was like, you know, it's pretty windy out here. We should probably just think about packing up and calling it a day. And then right. when we finally did get everything packed up, they said the winds were like 29 miles an hour. So probably not the best day to be selling hot dogs. But it was, it, you know, it, it was kind of one of those days where it's like, well, some days you're the what the the ball, and same days you're the bat. And so, but, well, but I, I love your attitude. You know, a lot yeah. of people would have gone, "Oh my gosh!" You know, yeah. my stuff's in the river, and I'm yeah. missing Oprah. You know, exactly. and 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 I am. You know, and a lot of people would quit. You know, something like that, yeah. and you turned it into something funny, and yeah. you, it's all in the way your perception. Yeah, you uh-huh. know, it's like, I mean. Gosh, I got so much invested in this business, but for losing twenty bucks worth of chips was not going to stop me. So I don't care about that, you know. So, 
But uh, I did have one tip, and I don't know if this is a good tip or not, but it works for me. Um, like you said, as you get along, you you know you get you get better at doing stuff. Um, right. When I pull my when I was pulling my chili and cheese and like sauerkraut pans out of the steam table and then taking them to my commissary, of course, um, they were getting kind of baked on there, and so I actually just got a five gallon bucket and that's where I dump my hot dog water and my steam table water. Right. And I throw my I, I just clean out the pans and I throw them in there, and by the time you get to wherever you're going to clean them at, they're soaked off. I mean, yeah, they're super greasy, but they're soaked off. You don't have to wait you know, 45 minutes to soak your pans out. So that's just kind of one beginner, very, very beginner tip for somebody out there. So. I like it. I like it. See, yeah. that's something I hadn't heard, and that, that's that's helpful. And you're yeah. brand new, and you've got tips. And so yeah, I mean, yeah, that's what this is all week. about. Yeah. I love it. I, I yeah. wish you tons of success, Roxanne, and I hope that you will continue to call in and, and give us updates. Um, yeah, that it, it made my day. Well, cool. Well, you know, thanks a lot for your support and stuff, and, and I'll keep in touch with you. I don't want to be a, I don't want to be a pain on your radio show, but it, no, you've no, been, no, you've been awesome for me, and I really appreciate <laughs> your help. So you be as regular as you want, because we, the, people get tired of hearing me. They'd much rather hear real vendors calling in, giving stories, giving problems, giving their yeah. advice, tips, and that's what it's about. Yeah, you know, I did have one more question, and this is kind of maybe for. For you and Jason, because, you know, I want to grow up to be like Jason someday, so. Um, oh, God, uh, you what? No, you don't. <laughs> the fan club, right? Um, I have an opportunity to go out. And, you know, I, I've leased a spot on the Riverwalk Monday through Friday, Monday through Sunday, whatever, the whole week for the whole summer, but I have an opportunity to go out to a racetrack that they hire mobile vendors to come out there, and, you know, I, I was out there last year, and you you can't get a Browers from the guy because he's 30 minutes and you're missing all the races and stuff. And it's just a little dirt track out the fairground. And I'm, it's about an hour away from my house, hour and 45 minutes maybe. And uh, I'm wondering, I'm pretty sure I can just bank it out there, you know, make five, six plus hundred dollars a night. Right. And do I give up my regular spot on a Saturday afternoon at the Riverwalk to go out there and do that every other week or Am I going to start losing customers by doing that? Well, it, it's always good to have, you know, um, Doug's dogs, um, mm-hmm. Michael Wood. Um, he has shared with us, you know, if you'll stay consistent, consistent is is key. Right. And but you also are in business to succeed, and if you find mm-hmm. a better spot, then you yeah. need to pursue that better spot. It doesn't mean you give up your other one. You can turn right. it into, hey, we're wanted over here. We'll be over mm-hmm. here on um, every other Saturday, and on the mm-hmm. opposite Saturdays, we'll be here. And yeah. you may actually create a bigger day on both the both locations. Both your days, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'd yeah. be all for posting, you know, doing it, and maybe even putting up a little sign, if you're allowed, at the other location on Saturday, going and right. dropping it off, and going. Oh, were you looking for the hot dogs or, you know, your company name or whatever? And go, right. we're over here every other Saturday. We'll see you next Saturday back here. And yeah. and anything you can get away with like that is going to endear people to you. Yeah. It, it's it crazy because, you know, we well, – I'm sorry, go ahead, Jason. It also creates demand. 
and people yeah. come, they'll say, oh, well, she's not there this Saturday. We need to go today. Yeah. And, uh, as long as you update Facebook, Twitter, that kind of stuff, customers are pretty good with it. I mean, yeah. you know, during the winter, I left and went to the ski resort, and I was doing um, Thursday night, Friday night, all day Saturday, Sunday. Mm-hmm. And as long as you update your other customers at your regular location and make sure you let them know, hey, you know, make sure you follow us on Twitter to keep the updates as to when I'm here and when I'm not here. Okay. You know, you know too. Then they're, they're pretty responsive to it. You can make a quick flyer, Roxanne. Um, and if you haven't seen our our stuff on QR codes, um, yep. just search QR code, and you right. can make a short flyer that you hang up, and and it says, "Find out why we won't be here next Saturday," and all oh, okay. it has is the picture of the QR code. Okay. And then in small parentheses at the bottom, you could say, "Or just ask me." Um, and, <laughs> and some people are going to hit the QR code, and mm-hmm. and and be told, "Oh." Roxanne is over at the, um, you know, you can make it it send them a text message instantly because that QR works however you want it. And it sends them a text message that says, um, hey, we're over here um, next Saturday, you know. Okay, okay. Well, I mean, how do you, uh, Jason, you were talking about getting a Facebook, like a a business account. How do you do that? Well, you have to get yourself a personal account first. Right, I got that. Search right there. Yeah, just search on Facebook, and then it takes you in, and it punches in some information and stuff. But you definitely want to make sure it's a business account because okay. you're going through and um, basically deleting accounts that are personal that are being used for business. I mean, Shad oh. Bennett is a ski resort I was at, which is a personal page as a business page. Okay. So I think all the, all the you know, contacts you make and likes and things like that, you'd lose it all. Okay. I have. So, yeah. Um, Do they charge you for that? For no. business plan? No? Okay, cool. Yeah. Freeze for me. Uh, yeah. Roxanne, I have on the blog, and I'm going to put uh-huh. it in the chat room right now. Are you in the chat room? Uh, um, yeah, I, I don't know if I'm in or not. I, okay. I logged in, and then it's, I don't know. Well, if you can see it, I'm going to mm-hmm. post up a link okay. to, to it. And this okay. is a blog article, and if you if you forget it or can't get to it, you can go to learnhotbox.com, oh, yeah. Yeah, type into it. the search. That will give you two videos that I made on how to create a business Facebook page in less than two minutes and a Twitter account in the same amount of time. Okay. So you're going to make me, like, join the 21st century here, aren't you? Yes. I'm just joking. I'm just <laughs> <laughs> I've been trying to, you know, just fly under the radar for so long, and all right, that's okay. I can do that. So. You've got so many people that are doing it. I've got elderly people that have come up to the cart that you mm-hmm. think, I'm talking elderly. 78, 80s, yeah. and they're going with their phone taking a picture of my QR code. Oh, how funny. So Crazy. it's definitely, definitely doable. Cool. Well, you know, I mean, I just really, it's such a it's such a good business. It's fun. It's hard work. Yeah, and it, it costs you more money than you think to get into it, but dang, it's fun, you know. It's much better than... I mean, how cool is it that I get to stand out by the river walk and talk to people I don't know and sell them hot dogs? I mean, love them. Nobody's complained about my food yet, so I guess that's a good sign. So, but it's a good, it's a good gig, that's for sure. I I love it, Roxanne. I thank you for um, sharing and come and calling in. It's a no big worries, help. man. It's a big help. Keep my regular, keep my regular gig and keep uh, swinging dogs on the side. So. Don't 
don't forget to post up. Um, okay. Uh, send me a picture. Just email it to me. You know, maybe I'll get my Facebook page going tonight at work and uh, oh, I mean at home and um, I'll I'll uh, <laughs> I'll send that to you. Okay. Thank you so much, Roxanne. All right, you take care, Ben. Thanks, Jason. Have a good night. You too. Folks, we have um, some other callers waiting on the line, and I'm going to um, get to those emails. We may have to extend the show a little bit. Hope you'll stay there with us. We've got people in the chat room. If you'd like to chat with other vendors, ask questions, please do it. We did have a question just a second ago. Somebody said, washing uh, a washing sink with a foot pedal. They do make them. Um, the cheapest I've found them is about 200 bucks. You can Google them. Um, it's a hands-free sink pedal. Um, and you can Google that. I think I've done a blog article, and it's got pictures on the blog article about that. And there's also one on the little tiny adapter you put on the end of your sink, and you turn your water on whatever you get it normal, hot, you know, the hot and cold where you want it. And then you put this adapter on there, and it's infrared. You wave your hands under the sink. takes two little batteries, and it lets the water run over your hands, and that way you don't have to touch anything if your hands are greasy, slimy, mustard all over them, um, whatever it is. And so... Um, those are handy to use, and you can check it out. I didn't care for the battery one. I tried it, and it kept getting moisture in it and quitting, and so I quit using it. Um, and now I just get my knobs dirty is what I what I ended up doing. <laughs> uh, I like the new now, watch, watch Rob Harper come up with a commercial yeah, yeah. that. Dirty knobs. <laughs> He's... Knobs. <laughs> Are you are you watching the uh, chat room? No, I can't see it. Harper's hot dog. You can't beat Harper's meat. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh my god! Somebody, I don't know where it was, but somebody said something about uh, they were going to call their business hot steamy buns with the web's already taken. The web address. Oh, <laughs> I, I still can't hear that commercial without crying. I bet that was Rob. You know what? Since you're oh. since you're talking about it, hold on just a second. Got a question about hot steamy buns? Call Ben at 424-258-9364 for the latest tips and tricks in the world of wieners. That's 424-258-9364. Press 1 to talk live, one-on-one to Ben. Sunday night, 8.30 Eastern Standard Time. HDVR Hot Steamy Bond He's wound up tighter than the girdle of a Baptist minister's wife at an all-you-can-eat pancake breakfast. It's Ben on HDVR Hot Dog Vendor Radio. In this corner, vending from a big dog cart from the fighting town of Surveyorville, it's Ben on HTVR Hot Dog Vendor Radio. Tune in Sunday nights at 8.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time for the very best in hot dog vendor information. Call in live at 424-258-9364. That's 424-258-9364. For more information, go to LearnHotDogs.com. That's LearnHotDogs.com. 
And we're back, folks, on Hot Dog Vendor Radio. And I thank you for joining us. I enjoyed Roxanne's call. I'm glad she called in, gave a tip, shared um, a tragic um, a tragic story that she turned into fun. And um, she's not the only person that's had some crazy days. We've had, um, you know, John Cavanaugh called in that time and told, told about his horrible first day and um, and how crazy hectic it was and forgetting stuff and forgetting, I think he forgot his gas tanks or something at home after he set up. And there was, there's just tons of stories like that, people's carts blowing over, um, forgetting hot dogs on your first day out. Um, there's all kinds of things. I mean, it, it's funny for a hot dog vendor to remember everything, all the condiments, buns, and everything, and leave the hot dogs at the house. And so it's it, it's not uncommon, and we laugh with you, not at you. I thank you for joining us. If you'd like to call in, 424-258-9364. We've got Jason Brown of Love Hot Dog Company on the line with us. And somebody um, just told me that um, the Mr. Famous Rob Harper is in the um, chat room. Rob is responsible for our commercials he generously um, did those um, to make me sound a little bit professional. And so all the good-sounding commercials, he did them, including hot, steamy buns. So, <laughs> that one so cracks me up. Oh, my I love it. I love it, love it, love it. Um, okay, um, I'm going to take some calls here. I think we have... Um, caller with the area code 706. This is Ben. You are live on Hot Dog Vendor Radio. Hey, Ben. Hey, I was talking about you. Were your ears burning? Yeah, they were burning bad. First thing I need to say is congratulations on the new grandbaby. Well, thank you. I hope she's doing good. I hope she's all happy and everything. She is. She's happy, healthy, and I I was blown away, um, Michael. She... um, I brought her from home from the you know the military hospital there on on Fort Knox base, and you know she's you know tired and um, but wanted so bad wanting to go back over to her place, and we got there and she said, "Can you and mom watch the baby? I want to get a shower in a real shower." And I said, "Sure." And so we're you know you didn't even have to ask because we were t- monopolizing the baby, and so we had the baby, and she comes out decked out makeup her clothes on, she's ready to go. And I said, what are you doing? And she goes, I want to go out to dinner. And so here's less than 48 hours after having the baby, we go to a Japanese steakhouse there in Elizabethtown, Kentucky, and, you know, a 45-minute drive there and back from the base with traffic, depending. But she is doing real good, and I that's, that's a military girl for you. Um, yeah, I just had the baby. Let's go to dinner. Well, when, when's when's the baby going to get her tattoo? <laughs> anyway, I hate to tell this story after uh, talking or listening to the girl that was just on that Roxanne. Yeah. Uh, by the way, in my opinion, even as long as I've been doing this, she's going to make it. She's got to make it because she's just entirely too positive, uh, which I think is cool. But. Um, Friday, I did a corporate event for the local bank and gave away, I say, um, about 135 hot dogs, well, hot dog meals, and the bank took care of that, and I have another of the same type customer appreciation uh, event next Friday at their other branch, and in saying all that, everybody needs to look at, you know, the corporate events, because 
you make a lot of money and you don't have to worry about a lot of waste um, because, I mean, their checks spend real good. The other thing that, and I hate to tell this part of the story, Saturday I had a uh, a festival that I've been doing since uh, I started in the hot dog business, and I've never made any money at the event. I keep going back only because the promoters are extremely nice people and just bend over backwards. Matter of fact, the lady that started it, she died of cancer about two years ago, and her daughter took over the event, and I just kept going back only because I thought the family was extremely nice and I had a good time, right. even though I didn't make any money. Saturday I went, and I left my wife at home, loaded the card up in the trailer, and off I go. By 2 o'clock, I sold out of every single thing that I had. <laughs> I went to another hot dog vendor uh, and borrowed some hot dog buns so that I could continue staying operate, operating for another, I think I stayed operating about 15 more minutes. Uh, wow. And in saying all that, there was a hot dog cart there. There was four different individuals selling hot dogs and sausage dogs, and in very little time, I sold out of everything I had. And I had my big trailer, which means I had extra stock, extra hot dogs, extra buns, and I did more business yesterday than I did combined for the last two years. So I don't know how to predict Mm -hmm. when you're going to do good or when you're not going to do good. Um, well, I'm, I'm impressed. I'm glad you did have a good day, but I think it's cool that you were going back. Even though it wasn't profitable for you, you were doing it to help others out, kind of like you do with your – I already know you have a big heart, but I wanted to tell other people and kind of embarrass you a little bit. But, um, you know, you you have Doug's Dogs, Good Good is the slogan, and you have um, – I, I love the fact, you know, you pull your cart with a, a smart car, and, and I – I know that you help other vendors. You've helped people in and around Georgia, and I know that you also um, help and contribute to the Wounded Warriors, um, which are our military who have come back or been injured in some way, shape, or fashion while on duty, and you help with their rehabilitation by funding the Wounded Warriors Project. Yeah. Well, it's actually under the Augusta Warrior Project, but it's actually funded by the, or or supported additionally by the Wounded Wounded Warriors. Warriors. Yeah, and, uh, but what I do uh, is all my tips go to the organization. Every tip I make, and believe it or not, I've actually, on a hot dog cart, nobody's going to believe this, uh, received uh, a maximum of a $100 tip. Oh, my my gosh. And I've received the best tip I ever got. I got 29 cents from a six-year-old kid. <laughs> and uh, and that just, that made my day. <laughs> that was worth more than the $100 one, wasn't it? Yes. And, uh, but even the way I look, I get tips. So, I mean, it gives you something to talk <laughs> about. It gives you something that you enjoy doing, which I do. And the little bit of money that I give them, I think I gave them about 800 last year in tips, which, you know, for an old guy like me, that's pretty good tips. And uh, I, and But I enjoy doing it. 
um, the um, but the girl before she she just amazed me talking about the uh, river and the wind blowing and stuff because as I say wind is not my friend uh, because I have lost a few umbrellas and a few other items uh, my cart's never turned over it's come close a couple of times but um, you know it it's just it I had a blast this weekend I don't know and then today. Everything went to heck in a handbasket. I ran the lawn, tore the lawnmower up, ran it into a ditch, uh, ran over my foot. And oh, so my I said, gosh. <laughs> <laughs> I said, I'm not going to do any more yard work. I'm going to put everything up. The John Deere is just going to have to wait until next time. And uh, uh, my foot's back where I can walk on it now, so I'm going to live. Uh, oh, my gosh. But I had a bad Sunday, but I had a good Good Saturday, a good Friday, and a good Saturday. Of course, I was selling hot dogs, not cutting grass. So, you know, it's just it's been real fun. But um, um, and I'll be heading up to Jason's place uh, real soon, like uh, I think week after next. Um, so he huh. needs to cook a uh, cook some C- cook some kind of good. strange sausage or something. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's all. Awesome. I might have to whip out some roadkill chili. <laughs> <laughs> but he'll know me because I'll be the only one up there that doesn't have an accent. Okay, so. <laughs> I guarantee he'll recognize me. Oh well, yeah, just a bad. <laughs> let me get off this phone and let y'all take some more calls, and y'all have a great time. You know, I was thank you, thank you, Mike. Oh, I appreciate you coming on. All right, have a good night. Have a good one. Bye bye. Bye bye. I had um I was tired the other day and um a friend of mine um cleaned some fish up for me um and I put them in the back of my truck you know the fillets and the fish guts and on the way back over to the house I was going to dump the fish guts off over this bridge where this river is you know cuz um you know everything I eat that you know it's kind of like recycling and um, so I I pull over, and I'm tired, and I've worked all day, and I pull over, and I dump the fillets over the bridge and took the fish guts and heads home. Um, and, and this is, to me, just crazy, but the, the, the morning of this, um, I decided I was going to get up early because I hadn't finished all my emails from the previous day, and I had to get a head start. Um, and so I got up really early, like 5.30 in the morning, and I said, you know, I'm going to get this done, and I'm going to start doing these emails. And But I got up and said, you know, I'm going to fix a cup of coffee, and I go in there like a zombie and to the coffee pot, and we've got one of those Keurigs, you know, that have those little pods you put in it. Well, we don't use the pods because they're about a dollar a piece. And we go too far too much coffee. So we use that fake pod that you put your own coffee in and screw the lid on, put it in the machine. Well, I did this except for I put the sugar in the pod and poured the coffee directly into my cup. And still didn't notice until I drank it. You were chewing it? Yeah, I was chewing it. And wondering why all the flipping grounds were in my coffee i I figured the pot had broke the screen had broke and it all the you know the coffee had spilled through it 
but no, I put it directly into the cup, you know. Um, <laughs> that's called being I'll laugh with you, brother. <laughs> too tired to make coffee. <laughs> that's when you say, oh, I wouldn't go to Dunkin' Donuts or something. That's right. That's right. I've got a, um, <laughs> I've, <laughs> I've got a, somebody else is on the line and I want to get right to you. Just bear with us just a second. You're grooving live with HDBR Hot Dog Vendor Radio with Ben and Rob. Come on, y'all, let's take the Mobile Food Vendors Association. And our sponsor, one of our sponsors, um, is the Mobile Food Vendor Association. If you have not checked them out, please do. Um, there are discounts and discounts with SalesView that we talked about tonight. There's discounts at Ben'sCarts.com. And there are numerous other partners and sponsors, which we've talked about on the air and on the blog. And you're welcome to get some discounts like insurance for half the price of what other vendors are paying. Um, I want to bring in caller with the area code 817. You are live on Hot Dog Vendor Radio. Thanks for joining us. Uh, hi. Hi. Hello. I, I can. Hi, Ben. This is Michelle in Fort Worth. Hey, Michelle in Fort Worth. How are you? I'm fine, thank you. I just have a quick question. Um, I have one of your big dog carts from 2010, and I'm wondering if that new cooler rack is an option for it. Can I purchase that separately and add it onto the cart? You really can't, but I can tell you, I can give you, if you will email me, um, I will give you um, my partner, Keith, the, he's the engineer, his number, and he can tell you how we can get that done because it, it's almost too expensive to ship. And what he'll do is give you the dimensions and everything um, and tell you where to go get one. And that will save you probably 100 bucks. Oh, that's awesome. Um, oh. if you just email me, ben at benscarts.com or um, – and and I'll be happy to give you his number, and he will um, he'll hook you up. That sounds great. Thank you. You're very welcome. Thanks for calling in. I appreciate it. You bet. Bye bye. Bye. I love it tonight. We've had some callers and um, people sharing stuff. Um, I always love that. Um, we are. Um, I extended the show so we could go a little longer because I needed to get to some emails that I had told people that I was going to. This person writes, Hi, Ben. I'm a 50-year-old female. I work as an assistant manager in a national retail store chain. I'm experiencing downsizing, salary cuts, and other stuff associated with fortune companies and the economy. I'm thinking of becoming a street food vendor of some sort, and I've been studying the concepts from full vendor truck to hot dog cart. I'm in St. Louis, and there are a few vendor trucks, but not many really. I'm not aware of any hot dog carts in the city I'd like to break out while the business is still young. What are your thoughts? Um, I, when I first read that, I thought, okay, maybe that's a trick question. Um, do, you, <laughs> do you think street vending is going to continue to grow for several years? Like anyone starting or thinking of starting a new venture, I'm concerned about failure and the ability to pay my bills, electric phone, car payments, insurance, while my business is getting off to a start. Any thoughts? Um, yes, those are all good questions, and they're legitimate concerns. Um, my first thought on your um, first question was whether, um, I guess you, you basically told me some stuff. It wasn't really a question, but 
my thoughts on the business are fantastic. There, there are people that get in it and go, yuck, I don't like this, and leave. There are people that get in it and struggle and leave. There's people that get in it and struggle and then succeed. There's people that get in it, and right from the get-go, they are making waves, and they make good money right out of the gate. I wasn't one, um, but there are some. So that's my thoughts on that. It, your next question is, do you think street vending is going to contrib- continue to grow for several years? Absolutely. And the reason I say this, they even have TV shows now about vending, street vending. Um Food truck shows. You, it, this is is it's it's nostalgic. It's going back. It, a lot of people have have been downsized and laid off and lost their jobs, and they've had to go back to the old way. Well, I'm good at making pies, and so they work under the Cottage Act or something, and they built they make pies. I know a guy that does this. He's in um, um, Mint Hill, North Carolina, and. There's people that have lost their jobs and are doing things to create a new income. The beauty of vending, like food vending, is it's fairly inexpensive to get started in comparison to, say, buying a McDonald's franchise or a Taco Bell or whatever. You, th- This is fairly inexpensive to start. Then on top of that, it has a huge payoff. Um it, the potential is incredible. Plus, there's so many different avenues. And Jason, if you're still there, I want to I want to kind of let people know the avenues you've taken this and in, in a short time, um, and kind of give them an idea. You know, with with all the stuff you've done and started with, all in the less than 12 months or a year, roughly that you've done, um, that are those avenues. There's so many. Um, what do they call them? Um, Income points, basically streams, income streams, streams, you know, revenue streams that you can create in this business. It may not be that you're cut out or want to be slinging hot dogs, but you may want to open a commissary. You may want to lease carts. You may want to um, be a, a supplier. I talked to a guy in um, South Florida um, on the phone. He's talking about supplying vendors with their normal stuff. So they give him a list of the stuff that they normally buy. He stores it, and he keeps it on a freezer truck and drives around the city delivering it, and then you can page him or call him and go, hey, I need another case of, and he delivers it within an hour. And wow. that works. That would, I think it's brilliant because he, he's got hundreds of vendors you know, that he has uh, at his disposal where you know, if you're in a town where there's no other vendors, obviously that probably wouldn't be a thing for you to consider. Um, there's so he's basically a jobber. He, yeah. He's going and doing the shopping, and then the warehousing almost. He's he's almost becoming a, a mobile distributor for you. Right. He's even talked wow. to me about doing, and I, I wanted to get him on the show, and, and he, he, was, he was hesitant, um, but he was talking about even potentially creating a, a way to pick up their carts at the end of the day or whenever they're done, if they work till four, he'll pick it up at four. And he'll pick it up, clean it, store it, and deliver it to where you're going to start wherever the next day. I'll tell you and, what, there's a great truck for that, the landscaping bodies. It's, yeah, uh, those Isuzu NPRs. 
just sort of a flatbed with a beaver tail on the end and then a ramp that folds down. And, you know, you can put a bunch of carts up on there with a winch. Yeah, that's that's a, a, a kick-butt way to... Um, to to capitalize on a market that's there that's been created. So now obviously I'd love for everybody to be successful doing hot dogs or food vending of some sort. The street food vending is is incredible and it's fun. Um I have a friend that's a banker called me recently. Um and if, if any of y'all know me, my city restricts food vending. I talk about it in my um course book. Um Hot Dog Saved My Life. I talk about the story and they restrict food vendors, and I could fight it and win it. But there's some other um, circumstances that have have I've decided intentionally not to fight it because, um, I, well, it's a long story. I didn't want to to create waves um, because some of these people that I would be creating waves with have helped me, and so I didn't want to do it. But there's a banker in town that has just leased a piece of property to a he's going to have several food trucks in it in a historical district and the city is going oh no you can't you can't do that and he called me cuz he knew that I did this and I and he said is there a way for me to um counter this um really good and I gave him the institute for justice and I said get up, get on with the institute for justice it, they cannot restrict you legally because they are blocking um, free enterprise, your right to work. Um, if you are operating a legal business and a city says, "Oh, you got to move every fifteen minutes," then then that is a a violation of your constitutional rights, not just state rights, but constitutional rights. And so, there's things like this, and we've talked about the Institute for Justice a lot on the show, but those things would help you out. Um, now I want to get back to this, um, and maybe you can help me, Jason, but this, like she says, like anyone, um, like anyone starting out or thinking of starting a new venture, I'm concerned about failure and the ability to pay my bills while my business is getting off to a start. Any thoughts? My advice would be do all you can before you start to learn as much as you can about it so that when you start, you already have three years of experience learned experience from reading, from watching the videos, from taking in as much as you can, and you will eliminate a lot of mistakes that we all newbies make because you'll already know, oh, I don't boil a hundred dogs at a time. Those are the things that you'll want to learn um, so that you can have the highest potential for success right out of the gate backup locations um, for for setting up, your commissary lined up, everything done so that when you do it, you're off to a start. Maybe some marketing tricks, and we've shared those on here. If you just search marketing on the LearnHotDogs.com blog, you're going to come up with all kinds of tricks. Jason short, shared a majority of them. So there's all kinds of ways to start. You can even start marketing it and getting a following before you even open. There's vendors that have done that. Yeah. Tease them. Do what? Tease them. Go off your friends' pages, and if you have a front of the business page, you can bounce off of there. And oh yeah, there's all kinds of stuff to do that way. Definitely, that you know, getting a following on Facebook and Twitter. 
you know, exactly. start teasing them, don't give them all the info, drag them along for a week or two. Definitely start doing that. There is true. You can build it and they will come concept, and eventually you can, and it may take you six months to get there, but you may not have enough money to make it through those six months to make it to that point. So why not preemptive strike it with some free marketing, free ideas to build up an interest? Um, that would help you the most. Um, I want to welcome everybody that's on the show. We are running late tonight. If you've got to go, I certainly understand, but it looks like the lines have actually added more as we've gone. Um, the phone number to call in is 424-258-9364 and press option 1. If you're online on the show, you can see at the top the numbers listed there. And we would welcome you to call in and ask any questions you have. Now, Jason, while I've got you, and I still have another email I want to read, but while I've got you, I wanted to um, you to talk about this expanding and opening up oper- other opportunities. And while you're at it, Stop for a bit, for a little bit, because I've gotten a teen dozen phone calls on how to find out about the ice cream bikes. Ah, okay. Well, let's see. Um, with, with expanding, I mean, you know, with, with past shows and, you know, when I learned, uh, or learnhotdogs.com, there's articles where we talked about the drop-off catering. That's a huge one for local well, business. Um, I'm talking more instead of I, I wasn't trying to put you on the spot on a, on a class on expanding. I wanted to talk about you personally, what you have done right from the gate. You went, you started with something, you went to something else, you started doing multiple locations, you started doing something new this year. You've got all these different aspects that are just kick butt, and I wanted you to share and show people that you can this can be done. Well, we started doing the wineries. You know, we started our daily location. And then we started filling it with the wineries and high-end car shows. Um, for those of you that don't know, my menu is kind of exotic and off the wall. I sell stuff that not, you're not going to find anywhere else, you know, from steamed cheeseburgers, which you don't find in South Connecticut, to exotic game, crocodile and dewey, hickory smoked ostrich with pistachio, things like that. Um, you know, doing the wineries, which led to the private catering. Um coming back and doing some of the higher-end car shows, hooking up with the promoter for that. Uh, we do a lot of volunteer work for, you know, different charities and things once a month. We try and do a cart with that. Uh, we picked up the ski resort, and that was, you know, a huge boost. And uh, we got invited back for their – they also run a uh, extreme bike park there during the spring and summer and fall. And we got invited back for a couple of races. Then we're going into Scream Mountain, which is their haunted hayride and things. And then right back into ski season. Um, you know, we've decided but to you, open up the commissary. Go ahead. But you started, you know, with your food truck or your food trailer. You yep. now have a food truck. Yep. And, and now are building a commissary. Yep. And, um, you just started the ice cream bike dot biz. I'm also buying and selling trucks for food guys. I just sold one last Thursday. Bought it for three, sold it for six. So I uh, had it for two weeks, put about 800 bucks into it and about a morning worth of cleaning and listed it on uh, Craigslist and Facebook. And guy came and bought it and they're putting, uh, he's going to be down in Philly and they're putting um, some kind of donut concept into it. I think it'll be underground business is what they're calling it. There's a guy in North Carolina that um, 
buys used carts, and we've talked about it on the show as well, um, and and all the ins and outs of how he does this. But he buys used carts in the fall and winter when people are going, oh, I didn't like this, or oh, I want to get rid of my cart, or oh, I'm upgrading. And he buys them as cheap as possible, and then he holds them, which isn't a, a big investment. And then come spring, he advertises them like crazy, and he makes a bunch of money. Oh yeah, selling used carts. Oh, it can it can definitely be there. I mean, you just have to look at the opportunities and you know keep your eyes open, think way outside the box, not just outside, but way outside. And there, there's all kinds of opportunities there. I mean, you know, with the commissary, I saw it firsthand just because of the trouble I had. And that's with knowing all friends in the restaurant business. And, uh, you know, it's it's something we found the right location and, and, you know, went ahead and did it. And, uh, you know, basically that, that's going to wind up being a moneymaker after about four months. So uh, then I won't ever have to worry about losing my commissary again either, which is, you know, a huge problem. So, I love it. I love um, that you did that. Um, like with the ice cream bites, we just made an increase in the freezer. And uh, basically now you're looking at a 5.3 cubic foot freezer. And it also can be run in the refrigerator. So, you know, that's something else i got to get on the website, which just haven't had time. There's not enough hours in the day, Ben. I, I guess you know a little something about that, huh? Well, yeah, just you, you have to give up sleep. Um, it's overrated anyway. I heard um, what was that Roadhouse? It's Pat- funny when you're dead. Yeah, who is it? Roadhouse for Patrick Swayze. That Garrett Teller goes goes sleep. I'll sleep when I'm dead. And <laughs> so, I, I certainly understand. And this is funner if you get good rest. This business is better. You will go more alert. And so, um, but there are times where you sacrifice your sleep. So that you can improve your life and improve, help others, or help your family more, or do things like that, and that's what Jason's talking about. But he does have. If you are considering vending, and you may not want to do hot dogs, maybe you want to do something else. Consider the ice cream bikes. Um, I know for a fact um, what you can make because I put two kids to work on it for two summers straight, and they averaged four hundred and something dollars a day. Jason has those numbers on the site. For um, twenty-one. And so you're talking there is a lot of money to be made if you want to pursue something else. Um, if you want to pursue multiple avenues like Jason's doing, that may be a good way. Um, I think that hot dogs um, are a great way because people can eat a meal. Um, but if you have the ability to add an ice cream bike to your business and and only used it, one day a week and hired some girl or some boy to to ride it and sell ice creams, you could turn into making another four or five hundred a week for yourself, and that's that's two grand a month, you know, according to my math. And so and I didn't even have to take off my shoes for that one. And, well, now the other thing is, you know, even with the uh, with the bike or the carts, you know, picking up one of Ben's carts, we now have John Cavanaugh. A pinnacle who's writing zero money down leases for people all the way down to a D credit rating right now. I mean that's huge. I've got to I got to tell you something. You know what? You just brought up something. I told John that I was going to talk about it on the show tonight, and you just reminded me. Um, I would have kicked myself in the butt if I'd forgot what Jason was talking about. Is pinnacle lease? Um, John, who is a vendor who actually knows what vendors go through and what we what it takes to get started. 
um, has has helped with this company to help get us financing. And no, you don't have to buy a Benz cart. You can buy any cart you want or food truck or trailer. It doesn't matter. Um, here's the gist of it, though. You can get a screaming good deal without good credit. They even accept D credit rating, you know, A, B, C, D. There's car lots that won't take D. And so they will take you all the way down to D, and they give you reasonable payments to pay it off. And when you're done, you own it. Okay? It's a lease. It's captioned or categorized with the security exchange or whatever it is as a lease. Um, but you get to own it at the end, and it has less stringent guidelines as far as to get you the money you need. But I want to tell you something because I've had a couple people contact me and go, oh, my gosh, Ben, um, my payment was going to be 247 a month. And I, I just made that number up arbitrarily. It was 200-and-something. One emailed me, and another one emailed me 180-something, I think it was. Um, and I went, oh, my goodness, so it, it's 250 a month, let's say. And and when you look at that from the outside of taking on a new debt, you go, oh my gosh, two fifty a month? I can't do that. It's too much money. But here's what I want to explain to you. If the only thing standing in between you and successfully operating a food truck or food carts or ice cream bikes is two fifty a month, how many days do you have to work to pay that loan? Maybe one, maybe two. Let's say it's five. Let's say you took 250, divide that by 30, and you get something. I'm not sure what it is. I think it's about eight. Um, and let's say it's $8 a day. Where can you lease a cart for $8 a day? I leased 21 carts at one time for at least 75 a day. So how can you beat this and it be yours? So yeah, you may spend eight bucks a day, ten bucks a day to lease a cart that's going to be yours, that is yours, and that you can start today making money. So I wanted you to understand, or I wanted to tell some that didn't get this, that yes, two fifty is a lot of money a month. And I don't know that all payments are that high. They they may be some higher, they may be some less. I'm not privy to that information. I just know that I received a couple emails, and one of them was around 250 a month. And I understand that that can be scary. I understand that that can be a deal where you're going, oh, man, how am I going to pay um, that bill? The, the gist of this is, and hold on just a second while I'm trying to do two things at one time, and it never works. I'm going to extend the show so we don't run out of time. We had three minutes left. Um, but anyway, the um, you'll go buy a car that isn't going to make you any money. It's not an investment. Um, it gets you to point A to point B. Yes, it makes life more convenient. It even makes things possible that weren't. But 250 a month? To be able to own a business, that's dirt cheap. $8 a day? I don't know any vendor. Do you, Jason, that would lend, lease you his cart for $8 a day? Oh, hell no. No. <laughs> I mean, if they did, I, I wouldn't have bought. 
There's a vendor in Tampa leasing carts for 150 Tampa, Florida, $150 a day. He'll lease you a hot dog cart. And you go, $8 a day? And it's all in our perception. If that is normal. You Everybody looks at a payment and goes, oh, that's too much. But I can lease you a cart for 75 a day and a day, not a month, of 75 a day. And you got a cart, and you go run it, and and you didn't have the investment. And there's people making money doing that. We've talked about that on the show. But I wanted to make that point. So if you're interested at all in financing, you can go to benscarts.com, and at the top is a finance link. Click it, and one of those um, options is Pinnacle. And, John, it will more than help you out. I am not making any money off of it. I have nothing to gain from it, and you can still use my link at benscarts.com and buy a card elsewhere. It's just a link because I put it up there so that people can access it. I'd love it if you bought our cart, but you can go buy a Dream Maker. You can buy a Willie Dog. You can buy anything you want, and you can go buy a brand-new food truck. They'll finance loans at $50,000. They'll do 5000 whatever you need, and you'll be able to get in this business for almost nothing. So if you have confidence in yourself and your abilities and you know you're a hard worker and you're going which is all things that it takes to be successful in this business, then by all means if this means you can get in today, I'd go ahead and do it. If you can't, you can't, but I understand. I'm not trying to force or push you. I just for those people who questioned the pro, the the monthly fee, I just wanted you to be aware how cheap that really is. That is cheap. Um, That's a slow day. Yeah. Well, $8 is a real, you know, $8 a day is, I don't, I, huh, you'd spend that on napkins daily. Um, I've got another question that somebody um, emailed me. Let me see. Uh, um, okay, I don't even know how to answer this one or if it's even legit. Um, it says, I see that the Vienna folks make a halal and kosher dogs. I want to buy a cart and ponder the thought where to pull it to the oil fields in Texas. Um, oh, wait, they do do a halal line. But they do no longer do, or they no longer do a kosher kosher line. Yeah. Okay. I'm working in Iraq six years to pay my four sons through college. Last one graduates December 2013. I'm tired and need to come home now. Of course, I have no money as a single mom. Four in school drains out every dime. I need to make net two hundred thousand. This is where I don't know if this email's legit. Um. As I have to fix up the farm, my 90-year-old mother, she still lives there, and that means I need to work smart Wednesday through Sunday. Bar runs to make 400000 a gross year. I would need to sell a lot of dogs per day, only being open four days a week. Okay, now, she needs to make 400000 gross a year. Do you have a she business model? Yeah, I'm not getting this. The, moving to Texas, though, and from Texas originally, 
Do you have a business she, model? She must have meant she must have meant four hundred dollars a day gross or something. I I don't I don't get it. It says, "Do you have a business model that will help me get to this goal?" It's four eighteen a.m. here right now, and I've had a very long day. Please call me in thirty minutes in Iraq. <laughs> that means that means multiple carts with me making two dollars off the dog and fifty cent off the water sodas, fifty cent off the chips and brownies. For a total of three dollars off of a five dollar combo, dog drinks, chips, brownie, five dollars a cart. I work. So how do I make two hundred thousand net off of only running carts? How many carts would I need to do this? Only four days a week. Looking forward to this idea. I have a couple of girlfriends here who want to do this as well. Uh, um. Uh, I I don't even have a clue where to begin. Um, I don't know any vendors that have started off making two hundred thousand net a year. Um, I I know some vendors that make two hundred thousand a year, but they've been in it a while. Um, I don't know that it's possible to do that out of the gate unless you're doing. Like, I don't know, like crack. Is she talking about working? Is she talking about working the oil fields down there? Yeah, she's talking about. Yeah, she's talking about. I mean, those guys are kind of few and far between, aren't they? I mean, those rigs aren't like you know one each block down there, are they? I don't know. This is in Texas, she says. So I don't know. She didn't give me any. I read you the email in its entirety, other than her phone number, which is about seventeen digits long. So, I tell her you need some more details. We could discuss it. I mean, there's just so many variables there. I mean, are we talking about selling in the Arab Emirates, where a hot dog will probably be a hundred dollars? Are we talking about selling in the oil fields of Texas? Yeah, I, I don't know. She's talking about value mills at five dollars. Divide that into you know, if you're making three dollars, even divide three dollars into four hundred. I mean, two hundred thousand, and um. My, I'd have to pull off shoes. The bottom line is that's a lot of dogs a day, and so I don't, I don't know how to answer it. And I apologize. I I emailed a lot of these. I'll get and and some and if I see that you know that I can't answer this immediately or it's long or it's not directly understandable, I'll skim through them and I'll I'll send them a thing and I'll go. Please call into the show. Here's the number and um. Or I'll try to get to it during the show. Um, I may have should have skimmed that one a little better. <laughs> well, she said it was like four in the morning there, so I mean, she very well could have been delirious. I mean, maybe she's talking about she needs two hundred dollars a day, you know, so four hundred gross, or you know what I mean? Yeah, I don't, I don't know. Um, and, and they could have converted the. She could have converted because she must be Muslim. She's talking about serving Halil dogs. Well. Well, now, if she's from Texas and she's over there, those guys want halal food. It has to be, you know, halal. And, halal. Uh, so it's basically food. It's the Muslim equivalent of kosher. Right, right. It's, it's halal, but what what is the – I wonder if she Google translated or something, her email, and that's why it's kind of choppy and I don't understand it. 
Maybe it didn't translate correctly when Google – maybe she wrote it in Arabic, and Google translated it to English for her, and they t- took 200000 or $2 and turned it into 200000 yeah. uh, I just – I'm not sure. Um, I have another question someone asked. Um, and and any of you who are using these could help. It would be tremendous. Even type it in onto the blog uh, or to the chat line would help tonight. This guy asked if um, anyone is still using the um, Bakers and Chefs dogs from Sam's. Um, somebody did tell us recently that um, they thought that they had changed their ingredients or changed who made them or something because they smelled bad. When you cooked them, and now I do remember that they're chicken dogs. Um, you know, they sell two different bakers and chefs at Sam's, and one is a chicken pecker dog, and the other beaks and peckers, and the other one is a um, yeah. <laughs> those peckers, man, they stink you out every time. That's right, and that the other one is a um, a an all beef dog, and I know the chicken pecker dog is very um, stinky when you boil it. Um, it'll make you gag to me. But if anybody knows if they've changed anything, um, I would um, I would like to know, um, so that I can answer this guy's email. He wanted to know if Bakers and Chefs from Sam's, the all beef, are good to make sure. And I haven't used it recently. Um. To be able to tell you. Um, let's see. I still have bakers and chefs in, in my deep freezer. And so, and they're still the good ones. They're the ones that I was, you know, used and used and used. Tom, um, Tom will look at using a national. Do what? Tom will look at national. They're national? six to one. Yeah. Okay. They well, hold up well in steam. and. I think he's listening in. Uh, Take a look at National Deli. Uh, You can always reach out to them. Richie Fives is the GM for them, the way Jim Silverman is for him. And, you know, check with them. I mean, uh, it would actually be a step up. If you can't get up to Vienna, you know, it's definitely a step up from there. Uh, They they steam really well. They hold well. Uh, Their pricing right now is like $3.23 a pound. That's not bad. Nah, it's a good product. You know, if you can't step all the way up there to, like, Vienna and things like that, uh, you know, and you're having problems like that, one, check to see if you're using the chicken dog, and two, I'd check around, see what distributor near you has uh, National Deli and get their six-to-one, six-inch, or uh, talk to Richie about getting a sample to you and try them. You know, I think there's a yeah, huge step up for you, especially if they change the, you know, product line. I mean, that happens all the time, man. Companies, right. You know, on the lower end of the scale, we'll, uh, you know, substitute something. And, you know, it's, uh, you know, they don't say anything, and then you find out the hard way. Right. Huh. I, I, um, we have some, a caller on the line, and I've also got another email um, to read. I, I think it's awesome that people are sticking around um, for the show. This has gone extra long tonight, um, but it's good information. And I thank everybody for calling in that has called in. And um, 
I am going to, let's see here. I'm going to play something real quick. Have you ever wondered why the guy selling hot dogs always seems so happy? Hello, Mrs. Smith. Hello, Mr. Johnson. Can I interest either of you in a hot dog? Do you want to find out why? LearnHotDogs.com. Get free video training, earn points, and get free stuff. Read Ben's hot dog blog and more. The premier source for hot dog vending information. Go to LearnHotDogs.com. It's Sunday night at 8.30, and you're riding a gravy train with biscuit wheels with a hot dog answer man, Ben, on HDVR, Hot Dog Vendor Radio. And we're live on Hot Dog Vendor Radio, and I'm joined by my friend, Jason Brown, um, of Love Hot Dog Company. You can look him up on Facebook and Twitter and on the web, the World Wide Web's. Um, we have a caller on area code 484. This is Ben. You're live on Hot Dog Vendor Radio. Thank you for calling in. Ben and Jason, how's it going tonight? This is Tom Howe from Tommy's Doggies. How you doing? Doing wonderful. How are you? I'm doing pretty good, uh, by the way. Actually, I've been following you guys for a little while. and you know, I talked to Jason the other day, actually, about the commissary. Actually, I live roughly about 30 minutes away from Jason out, out in Willow Grove. And, uh, you guys have been a great help in uh Help them about my business, help them build a plan and such. My question for you tonight, I'll take it, I'll take it uh, offline. But um, what do you guys suggest for kielbasa? I'm obviously I'm I'm heading out for a local dog. I'm going to go with uh, Nathan. It's for an eight one and also for a quarter pound. But I want to add like an Italian sausage, or I want to add a um, like a kielbasa to the mix. What do you recommend? I do both. Well, if you, uh, if you have the room, you can do both. Um, but I would I would ask around locally. I mean, Jason would know more about your area. Um, I like kielbasa, but in my area, most people just like a Italian or just a plain. It's called a smoky, a smoked sausage. So that's my area. Jalapeno yeah, cheddar goes good up here. Tabasa goes good. Hot Italian. I mean, I do a sweet pepper and onion sausage. It's based on Italian. I do uh, an Italian sausage. We do uh, sun-dried tomatoes, spinach, and provolone. I mean, you know, any of that stuff up here will go, you know, you can't go wrong with. You go always alternate, too. You know, this day's this, that day's that. You know, that kind of thing. Or do it for the week. This week, the special will be Kielbasa. And, uh... You know, next week it'll be this, or have, you know, one is your regular, you know. Right. Um, have you have you taste tested any of them yet? I think he's already gone. He, oh, he did say he'd take it offline. So, um, hopefully, um, I would taste test them, and then I would. Um, I, I'm going to have to bow to Jason's experience there, just because it is regional. Things like that are regional. And you'll want to go with what people are eating in your area. Um, I mean, you, you can't go wrong with the kielbasa up around this way because you got Ladies, you got Hatfield. Um, there you, you know, go. God Shaw's, there's a couple of them. So yeah, I, I would say you can't go wrong that way, Tom. You, know, you can always call me during the week, too. I like that. With that. Um, a lot of questions tonight on the chat room. Um, somebody just texted me and said, 
the the chat room it, um, had questions about the size of hot dogs six to one. Um, it's yeah, we covered that. And um, eight to ones, eight to a pound, and you follow the math there. Um, it, it's just hot dog lingo, I guess, or sausage lingo, but um, that's that's what it is. There's um, also a question we have. Um, let me pull this up. Yep, he's too sexy for his cart. It's Ben on HDVR Hot Dog Vendor Radio. Okay, we um, let's see. This says Ben. I think I sent my question to the wrong page. My question is: I live in um, Lake Charles, um, and when I visited my local health department, they advised that I could not sell cheese or chili sauce on my carts, and all the condiments had to be prepackaged. I figured the condiments would have to be prepackaged. My question is, is it still worth it if I can't sell a hot dog with cheese and chili? Because that's exactly how I love my dogs. So do I, and a lot of people do, especially in the South. And since I can't sell chili and cheese, what can I do to still make a good dog? How can I make the best out of this situation? Hey, and thanks for all the free training... Uh, bottom well, thank you, um, Brent. And I wasn't trying to avoid that. I just didn't want to turn it into a a, a, um, a, a Ben Palooza. But I appreciate your email, um, and I thank you um, for asking this question because it does come up, and I get these in email um, quite often. Um, you have to know what exactly they mean by prepackaged, because sometimes that means that. Um, it's factory packaged and then just warmed up on your cart. Um, it doesn't mean individual servings every time, like I found to be in my state. The, the consensus was, or the way I read it, I thought it to mean individual servings, and it didn't. Um, it meant commercially packaged, factory packaged. And so I was able to do it. They also allowed me to do it myself at the commissary and package it into serving sizes if I wanted. But I would go to this first. I'd go to learnhotdogs.com forward slash liar, L-I-A-R. I know that's a strong word, but it's learnhotdogs.com liar, and it's called if their lips are moving, um, they're lying. And the bottom line is a lot of them aren't intentionally lying. They're just telling you what the easy thing so they don't have to deal with you. And yeah, but should we have to decipher is that the health guy or is that the promoter or both? Because that, that covers both. Well, true. But your health department may um, have told you something that's a misunderstanding, and that's why I tell you read that article I wrote there, the liar one, because that's going to tell you – to go to them or call them and get a copy of that if it says that. Because what you will more than likely find out is it doesn't say that. It may not even say it at all. It may not say, oh, um, you can't sell chili or cheese. Maybe it says you can't, like, boil pots of chili on your cart or create a, you know, make homemade chili from the cart, something like that. But it probably isn't even that specific. And then I would... I would call them and ask for an explanation. If the explanation isn't good enough, go over their head because any health inspector has a boss, and that boss may be more um, adept at answering the question and telling you what you can and can't do. So I would check into that. I do know a vendor in Georgia that was told that he could not 
serve cheese on any shape, form, or fashion on the cart, except unless it was already in the hot dog. Okay? And so at first he was buying the Oscar Mayer cheese dogs, and that's what he was serving. Now he injects cheese sauce into his dogs. And yes, it is a pain in the neck, but yes, he's getting four fifty for his dogs because they're delicious. And so he takes a normal turkey injector, or it, it's got an actual needle, but it's big, and it injects, he injects cheese into the dog. And then he steams them, and he pours chili over them. So there may be a way around what you're um, trying to achieve, but my answer would be, no, I wouldn't do it if you can't have chili and cheese. But I I would almost be willing to bet money you can. Louisiana is pretty um, lax as far as they're they're not horribly strict. Um, if you saw the picture of Arnold Schwarzenegger on a cart um, eating from one of our big dog carts, in fact it was the um, King Kiosk he was eating from. Um, we have a vendor there that um, serves all kinds of dogs in Louisiana, and she's licensed vendor. Um, so I'd check into that a little more before you decided to to, you know, say no to it. What would you say, Jason? Uh, you know me. I'd rather ask for forgiveness and permission, but, you know, you do need to check into it. And I, I wouldn't stop with just the, the the first peon on the phone. I'd go over to the boss, and then I'd also want the boss to explain it and prove it. You know, because uh, a lot of times, they, like Ben said, they just don't know or they don't read it right or, you know, combination thereof or it, it's just you'd be shocked the stuff you find I mean, basically they're idiots I, I hate to that's what it comes down to they're, they're usually just reading it wrong or trying to put their own little personal twist on it or they know somebody that's getting into the business and they don't want you near them and they're, you know it's just a joke it really is they're the bane of our existence, but you have to deal with them. Yeah. Like anything, you got to be able to challenge them and confirm what's right and what's wrong. Well, some of them don't even need challenge. They they honestly are just under the wrong impression of something. And so when they go to look at it, they go, oh, here it is right here. Yeah, the, the moon's not made of cheese. I'm sorry. I'd just always been told that, and so I assumed that was the fact. And so that's what it comes down to. You'll you'll find that. Um well, remember that vendor, the girl we were helping in North or South Carolina, and she was on a trailer in the late the health department. So when you come back, you know, you have to back in and uh, take everything out of your fridge or freezer and take it into the restaurant. And she said, why? And she said, well, if the power goes out, your stuff will go bad. And it took a phone call from me going, well, if her power's out because she's plugged into the restaurant, wouldn't the restaurant be out of power too? There's just silence for a couple minutes, and, you know, that kind of went to the wayside. But, I mean, you know, there's a kind of genius thinking. You know, you got to bring everything inside, Ben, in case the power goes out, because the stuff in your trailer is going to go bad, but, you know, she didn't give any thought to the power being out in the restaurant. Right. You know, just, oh, man. Um, I got another email this week that said, um, I get some crazy emails, like, um, well, I've shared some of those with you, Jason, but as far as crazy questions, and I go, what? Um, but I got one this week. Are the carts you're building new or used? Well, <laughs> unless, 
eye on a junkyard. They're going to be new. Um, I don't know how you build a used cart, but I guess you could do it. Um, I don't, don't build those on days and then why. Right. <laughs> Only on the second Tuesday of every week. Um, yep. And leap here on Thursday, so... Um, I need to I need to do another um, follow up for people that are new to the Mobile Food Vendor Association. There are a lot of different discounts on the MFVA, but let me explain this to you. And and I think the director explained it a couple weeks ago on online. You need to if you want one of the discounts, there's a a thing you have to do online to get that discount so that you can access it and activate that discount. Um, same at Ben's Carts. You can join the MFVA, and I don't know about it until you tell me. Well, in order to tell me, telling me doesn't help me until you register at my site. So once you register at my site, um, then you send me an email and say, hey, Ben, I just registered at your site, and I need to activate my MFVA membership. Then I can do something with it. That gets forwarded to a lady who does that for me, and she activates your membership instantly. The problem is, Instead, they just call me and go, hey, I'm trying to buy something, and it's not giving me the discount. Well, at the MFVA, these instructions are there, and that's what you need to look for. I wish there was a better method, but when you're working with multiple partners, the MFVA is doing, there's no way to coincide all of their computer systems and software systems so that their systems know that you just joined the MFVA. Um, so I wanted to um, get that out of the way because um, while we've been – on the air, um, I've gotten two emails asking me um, why their their discount didn't work and they joined. Um, but I don't until you do those steps. I don't know that you've joined. Um, let's see if there's anything else in here real quick um, before we go. I know we've run long, and I appreciate everybody's patience. I appreciate everybody's support and help in growing the Hot Dog Vendor Radio. Um, Let's see. Here's a question. This is an email. Um, I'm in a country that has gloriously little in the way of mobile food vending regulations. I can cook and serve anything I'd like on an open cart. If you had such open options, what would you serve? Um, probably naked women. Um <laughs> I mean, if it's truly open and there, there's little in the way of regulations, that's probably the, the route I'd go. Um, no, on, on a serious note, I would serve what your area needs. If you already have 19 pizza places, maybe pizza's not for you. If your country has never heard of armadillo stew, then I probably wouldn't start with that. I would start with something that is common to your area, people like it, or people like it but they don't get it enough and start doing that when i was a kid um you could you could get cotton candy one time a year and that was at the county fair um now you can go into any convenience store and buy you a bag of cotton candy um what they did someone did is figured out hey people like cotton candy why the heck aren't we offering it this year round and they packaged it and offer it year round now and so you may find something like that in your city that you could create and be. It may be um, we've got vendors that are doing pancakes from carts. We interviewed them on the show, young guys. 
Um, we've got people that do only breakfast menu. They do a breakfast burritos and sausage stuff in the morning. We've got vendors that do omelet carts, um, soup carts, whatever your area is in need of. It doesn't matter if there's one or two other other businesses that do it. Um, you're unique because you're a cart or a food truck. I would I would do that. Well, would you have anything to add there, Jason? Um, I mean, me, you know, I like doing stuff that nobody has. You know, I hate to be like anybody else. I want it to be something completely different, but, I mean, that's not always possible. Um, you know, so, like that said, I mean, you know, multiple pizza shops, I wouldn't open a pizza shop unless I'm doing something completely different. Like, if they're all deck ovens, I would do wood-fired. Um, things like that. You definitely need to do something to separate yourself from them. What makes people, you know, want to come to you why would they want to come to you what makes you different and come up with something and uh, it doesn't have to be a lot it can be one or two things that you do different than everybody else but uh definitely refine it make it worthwhile and uh you know shoot for the stars and roll man i I think that's a good one i'm interested to see that this company his email name not the email address is the busy bistro and i like that um, I can't wait to find out more about him and find out where um, this is going to be, um, what what country this is in. I mean, you know, one of the things we're debating about is, uh, like, towards the end of summer, uh, hot pastrami, hot, you know, steamed corned beef, that kind of stuff, you know, because um, there's no good deli around us to get a good corned beef special or a Reuben, things like that, and... Uh, you know, playing with those ideas. I mean, I always have stuff on the back burner that we're playing with, you know. Uh, still kind of playing with the uh, adult popsicles, too. I think they're going to replace the cupcake. <laughs> I um, I, I think you're, um, the cheesecakes, too, um, you could do. Uh, somebody who was asking, Rob was asking about there, is a cheesecake on a stick? Yeah, I still right through the winter, man. I still sell those. Oh yeah, I eat ice cream in the winter. Yep. But the funny thing is, on our menu, oh, I bet you, I bet you nine out of ten say um, cheese steak on a stick because of Philly with the cheese steaks. They're like cheese steak on a stick. I'm like, no cheesecake. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yep, we took a Philly cheese steak, oh. put it on a stick, and dipped it in chocolate. I've got a question um, that just came in, and they said, I hope you can get this on the show. Um, what is some of your favorite recipes for dirty water dogs? Um, you go first. Um, you go first, and first, Jason, and I'm going to try to um, extend this again um, while you go. Uh, for dirty water dog, I mean, are, are they referring to um – just that dogs. I mean, you know, water dog comes from yeah, you know, boiling, boiling dogs and yeah, but making you know, the water. Is for making the water saturated. Ah, all right. Well, I mean, you've got a couple different ways to go there. I mean, you know, Ben's book he talks about bouillon cubes and there's garlic, beer. Some people use soda. Uh, you can even put Old Bay in the water and things. Just really, again, it's almost a regional thing as to what your flavors are. I mean, down around Maryland, I know there's some guys. Uh, you know, almost like a crab boil 
Oh, get down to New Orleans, Mississippi, have my coordinates, guys. I guess I could use some Cajun season. Uh, it really depends on where you're at. I mean, one of the guys, dog tag just popped up, wine, uh, Dave O'Donnell's beer and bouillon. I know that's one he uses up north. Um, so, really, I mean, it's pretty much anything. Good. Just think, think along the lines of marinated meat. I mean, you could do a teriyaki, anything. Uh, any kind of marinade you could do on any meat could then be substituted in hot dogs. Right, right. Oh. Um, I I know some people that have used um, that create their own Italian seasoning type of water. Some people, um, depending on the flavor of your meat to start with, may use um, the chicken bouillon, beef bouillon. Um, some people I use the chicken peppers. Yeah, barbecue. It's another one. They make a dry barbecue powder you can pour into the water. I know a guy out in Oklahoma doing that. Um, the the I guess the the list is endless. I think a beer is easy, and it and it creates a good flavor. You know, you're not yeah. going to get them drunk. You know, the the beer evaporates off of okay. alcohol. Yeah, yeah alcohol. Hey, we got I would um, do my crabs in that. You do what? I do crabs and beer, uh, obey lemon juice and butter. I haven't had crabs since I was a teenager. Hey, what happens? <laughs> <laughs> Cue the hot Stevie Buns commercial. <laughs> um, hey, we've got people on the line. Let me check this real quick. I, I, it looks like I've missed one because one's been holding for like 48 minutes unless we already talked to him. Did we already do a 210 area code? I don't think so. Okay, I'm going to push it up. If, if And a 210, you're live on Hot Dog Vendor Radio. If I've already, you know, um, if you didn't need to ask anything, just let me know. I apologize. Yeah, Ben. Hey. Yeah, Ben, this is Bob in San Antonio, Texas. Hey, Bob, how are you tonight? Good, good. Hey, I just wanted to, to share a very short story. I had uh, contacted you, and we have been really struggling, and that's too long to go into in a short time that we have left here. But uh, uh, what happened is yesterday I was at a little uh, strip mall, if you may, and I saw a guy up on the sidewalk with a hot dog cart. Right. And, of course, being discouraged, I thought, I'm just going to see if this guy's going to talk to me. So I parked my car, got up there, and started talking to this gentleman. And he was very, very cordial, uh, couldn't have been nicer, and asked him how long he'd been doing it. He'd been doing it since 2004. And I told him, you know, what my dilemma was. And he said, well, let me tell you my background real quick. He says, I came from New Orleans. My dad had a hot dog cart in New Orleans. And every morning before I went to school, I had to make sure that the hot dog cart was ready for him. And he said, I did this for a long time, and I could not stand the hot dog cart. He says, I wanted to push it down the hill and forget it. But that was my dad's way of making a living for our family. And uh, he wound up in California, and unfortunately his uh, father had passed away. So he went back, and uh, this hot dog cart was kind of sitting in the garage. And uh, all he was going to do is take and cut it up and sell it for scrap because it was stainless. And his wife uh, that was in the military told him, well, that is so cute. You know, maybe we ought to restore it. 
Right. And you know that you cannot work in an office. You hate it. You hate your boss. You hate going to work every day at a specific time, getting off and, and taking orders all day long. So he then towed this cart in its condition from New Orleans to California. And uh, he started selling hot dogs in 2004, and uh, he wound up here in San Antonio and uh, has been doing very well. He's got three locations, and uh, we kind of traded information here and there. And, you know, I can't thank the guy enough. I won't mention his name, but uh, he says, my wife is going to be transferred in July to Japan. And he said, these three locations, he said, uh, for what reason, I don't know. He says, I like you. Uh, I will talk to the people that I got these locations from, and you're welcome to them. So, uh, you know, it's just a, a, a great story of somebody that is out there that is trying to help somebody else get started. And uh, so I thought that was a great story that, he actually was going to take this hot dog cart and tear it apart and sell it for scrap. And since 2004, that's how he's made his living. Man, you need wow. to call John. You need to call John and get the uh, financing, grab those carts and those locations. Well, yeah, that, he, uh, that may not be a bad deal, Bob. Um, is to work out something like that. That that sounds amazing. Well, we've got a, a big deal down here in San Antonio. You guys, I don't know if you've heard of it. It's called Fiesta, and uh, it's just a, a week-long party. Uh, almost the, the downtown area you can't get into. They've got a big carnival, and, I mean, it's it's just crazy. And uh, one of the colleges here even has a, a carnival, and uh, he's been there for a couple of years, and he said it, it's just fantastic and uh he says i'll i'll give you a call bob and uh he says i may need some help over there this year and and boy that you know uh, my eyes lit up on that one but uh when he came the downtown area is very very difficult to get into they have a lottery it takes four to six months it's very expensive uh and this guy didn't know anything about that he had his car inspected by the health department and he happened to drive through downtown and saw an office building down there, so he parked his cart, and he said the cash was just flying in. He was selling hot dogs all day long, just one right after another. And after about three weeks, a guy came out of the office building and bought a hot dog and was eating it, and he says, how much did you have to pay for this place? And this guy says, I didn't know how to answer him because I hadn't paid anything. And uh, he said, well... If you haven't paid anything, you're really not supposed to be here, but I'm not going to say anything because I love your hot dogs. And come to find out, it was the federal building downtown. So he worked worked there for about another week and then decided he better find another location. So, But uh, I thought that was a great story, and my hat's off to the guy for the information that he gave us. Uh, as far as where to buy some different products and uh, supplies, so on and so forth. So uh, it kind of rekindled the, the desire to get out there and, and start slinging hot dogs because we really have had a, uh, since December,
December we had one very good weekend, and then since then it has just gone downhill to 12 hot dogs a day and at best 20 hot dogs. Uh, and, of course, we're only uh, doing need, it all You need to move good. locations. You need to move locations, though. That's, that's not good. Well, right yeah. now I'm a project manager, Jason, and I'm all over town, and uh, so I'm constantly on the road, and I am uh, just looking and looking and looking at different places. Where can I go? Where can I set up? Is this a good place or a bad place? And you know, so I'm about ready to drive myself nuts. But like I said, locations are another whole story. But uh, I wanted to share that story with this gentleman on how cordial he was and how helpful and how willing uh, he was to uh, give us information. And uh, so I guess that says a lot for you know hot dog vendors out there. Oh, exactly. I think that's awesome that you you found somebody that was so um, um, willing to give of his knowledge and information. Uh, Bob, is there something that we can do to um, help you with this? Is there something as far as um, that you need help um, with as far as – I guess I need to understand what's going on, but I don't know if you've heard the the radio shows on – on locations that we did um, that was amazing. It was long, and it talked about unique locations to set up. Do you do you remember if you heard that one? I don't believe I did, Ben. Well, tell me this. Out of all the, the issues you're facing right now, um, what is the single biggest one that you need um, some help with? Well, I- we have gone. The one thing that we do have going is uh, Harbor Freight. Uh, they have a camp sale there every three months, and uh, we don't do great there uh, by any way stretch of the imagination. But we have tried uh, auto parts stores, and uh, that has been a big bust. We've tried a very large uh, car wash, and of course, stupid here said to the manager, uh, not knowing that. I figured they probably had about five, six, eight employees. And I said, hey, we'll give you lunch uh, just as a, a gesture of, you know, good faith for letting us get into this car wash. And uh, the morning that we set up there, it came out there with a list of 18 people that all worked there. So we gave away about huh. twice the number of dogs that we sold. So uh, it was a experience there. <laughs> now, you've been... How many how many locations and how much time have you hit so far, Bob? Uh, well, we actually started uh, just uh, at uh, late November. That's how long we've been doing it. Uh, as far as locations, we've tried uh, five different locations right now, and uh, they haven't been real good. We are going to do an air show here in two weeks. Uh, they are projecting about 2,000 people uh, at the air show. And, uh, you know, so I'm I'm having trouble finding a place where we've got a lot of walk-through traffic. And uh, that's where the gentleman had it, you know, hands down yesterday in the little strip mall, people walking up and down the sidewalk. So uh, that drove home a point. But, uh, you know, it's 
finding a place where we have a lot of walking type traffic, you know, that uh, it's not real easy to get off of the, the freeway down here to, to pull over to a hot dog cart. So, uh, you know, I guess that's the biggest thing that I, I, I'm looking at now is uh, in a different light to find that place, you know, whether it be close to an office building. Uh, but like I say, in the downtown area, it's it's pretty well locked up unless somebody moves or dies, you can just about rest assured you're not going to get into the metropolitan downtown area. Uh, they've got many taco concession trailers, and one park is filled with nothing but food trucks around a park. And, uh, again, it's it's very expensive. And, uh, I well, what, about, uh, what about taking this guy? When's this guy's wife going to Japan? Uh, he's leaving in July. I, you know, from just, you know, again, not knowing all the facts, but just hearing the problem you're having with locations and everything, uh, me personally, I don't know, Ben, what do you think? I would jump on this guy and see about working something out with him to take over his three spots. I mean, that that seems like a no-brainer to me. Um, you know, especially with somebody like John Cavanaugh, Brown and Ben, you know, for courts. I mean, you know, if you're having that much of a hard time, and it's that hard to get into the downtown. This guy's running three successful carts. Man, I'd be all over that like a cheap suit. I'd be all over that as well, And I, but I, I wouldn't make that – I mean, I'd make it a priority, but right now we need to solve the solution because he's not leaving until July, so I'd go ahead and get the ball rolling there if you decide to do that. But I would also go and start looking at some alternative locations, even outside of the city. Um, all the the things that we typically don't think of the factories, the nurseries, the um, auto you know junkyards, the um, events outside the city, um, flea markets, things things that are um, out of the normal. You know, most people get into the business, they go, oh, I'm gonna I'm gonna get on a busy street. I know exactly where I'm gonna set up, and then they find out they can't set up there for whatever reason. And sometimes those reasons are illegal. They can't stop you. But either way. Those may take time to overcome. the The point is, is we we need to get you to where you're making money now, right now, not yeah three months from now. Well, you said the flea market's been right here. We have got uh, countless number of flea markets, and uh, we have tried to get into those many of those. And uh, unfortunately, the people that promote these things are locked in on they take care of the uh, food vending, the drinks, the chips, the funnel cakes, and so on and so forth. And uh, you go to many of the what we call craft shows around here and uh, have talked to them and said, well, no, the Boy Scouts are doing it, the Lions Club's doing it, the Kiwanis is doing it. Uh, you know, so we really have hit almost a, a dead end on trying on many of those because of the fact that the promoters of this are the ones that are doing all of the concessions. Okay. What about well, factories, industrial parks? Do you have any of those near you that you can get to outside of town? Uh, the large industrial places, we now have uh, Toyota out here. They build the Tundra trucks and, and uh, you know, facilities like that. Uh, the ones that we have checked into, even a, a very large Petco uh, distribution point here, 
thinking, man, there are a lot of people here. They they can't all bring their lunch. They're kind of in a remote area. There's nothing close. Lo and behold, uh, the company that I work for, uh, we just went in and put in all the uh, uh, kitchen hoods and ducting system. They have got a very elaborate uh, cafeteria for their employees. Uh, I thought about Medtronic's the same way, another facility that we wound up getting, installing a complete ventilating system in one of the most elaborate kitchens that I have ever been in. So many, many of the uh, industrial places around here, uh, more so than not, have... uh, not only a, a daycare, but they also have very large cafeterias and kitchens. So uh, that was kind of a, a low blow, I thought. You know, I had these grandiose ideas that, hey, man, they, they got 3,500 employees in this building. And uh, come to find out that uh, they themselves uh, have the cafeteria in there and they aren't going to let you any place on the property. Well, you don't have to be on their property. Even down the street from you can find a lot. You know, be central all those different locations because you got truck drivers, people coming in for appointments. I mean, you don't necessarily have to be on Toyota's property, but just being somewhere near and flags and things and let the guys know, you know, you're going to be here on a regular basis. I mean, you know, that can be a huge, you know, because let's face it, some of these contractors aren't going to get into the cafeteria need something faster. I mean, the, the biggest thing I find with my blue-collar guys during the day is they like being able to be served fast, and they like the way we alternate the menu around. So it's not the same old, same old. And, uh, you know, it sounds like you've got a lot of commerce in that industrial area. If you can get somewhere near that, I think you do better than what you would down in the city. You know, it sounds like well, down there you can't get a good location. So... Well, we're still trying to hit that that location. You know, you briefly spoke about the lady that wanted to come back to Texas because of the oil field and that. And, uh, again, in San Antonio, what we call down in the valley, which is uh, probably 100 100 miles from here, uh, they've got the Eagle Ford uh, oil fields down there. And uh, right now you cannot find uh, a welder in this town anywhere because everybody has gone down there, and uh, there just is no place down there. It it flooded so fast that the uh, oil people are actually doing much of the food to keep their guys on the rigs, you know. uh, But the place has boomed, and I immediately thought, hey, boy, that would be great go down there and sit on the side of the road. But uh, unfortunately, you know, it's three, four miles to the oil rig. You can't get onto the property. And even sitting outside, uh, these guys are pretty well locked in. And uh, But uh, she was right. Uh, the area has just absolutely exploded. And uh, What about contacting some of the rig owners? Uh, that, Jason, I have not gone to. Uh, just due to the, the politics that's involved in it, uh, no, if, it, if they're working on their own food, that's something they don't specialize in. You know, you want to talk grease, you know, oil and stuff with them, they, they know what they're doing. But, you know, you want to talk about slinging food, um, I mean, that might be worth a phone call. You know? 
Yeah. I know of a guy that had property down there, and they wanted to go in to start on a well, and he had some cows in there. And they said, hey, there is no gate there. And he says, well, cut the fence. And they said, well, there's cows in there. And he says, hell, let the cows go for what I'm getting paid for you guys to go in there. So, <laughs> that, you know, that's that's the way it is. He could care less about the cows because he's getting an incredible amount of money. Uh, for these oil companies to go in here on his property. So, but uh, you guys have really kind of given me some good ideas about, uh, you know, they get tired of the same thing, the, the same food in some of these cafeterias. Uh, USAA has got a building here that employs, oh, what, 45, 5,000 people. It is the second largest building in the United States, only behind the Pentagon. And, you know, my dad retired from there, and, uh, you know, they've got multiple kitchens in there, but I can't believe that these people want the same thing. And there are some areas across the street that I have looked at and uh, thought very seriously about trying, you know, to see what we might scare up over there. Well, anything's worth a try. I mean, you can always take the shotgun approach like I did. And, you know, you ask enough people, eventually you're going to get a yes. You're going to get a whole lot of no's, but eventually somebody's going to say yes. And, you know, it could be the thing that puts you right over the top. Yeah. You know, one, you can't be afraid to talk to people. And two, you just got to be looking everywhere and every day. I mean, you know, I was on the x ray table getting my knee, getting an arthrogram done on my knee on Friday. And, uh, you know, they laughed at me because. I'd take off the day and clothes to be there, and they called me at like 7.45 in the morning and said the machine was broken. I said, well, you know, how long do I need to fix it? She said three hours. I was there well before that just because I needed to be in and out. I couldn't afford to take another day. And uh-huh. you know, here I am getting a needle shoved in my knee under fluoroscopy and stuff, and I'm trying to talk them into coming down for lunch. So, you know, I'll always be selling and, uh, you know, always be looking for that next spot or, you know, Things like the way you found this guy in here, find out his, you know, his wife's leaving. I mean, yes, it might not fix it right now, but, you know, if it keeps going on this way, it might be a light at the end of the tunnel for you. Yeah. I mean, well, I would still beat the pavement to death between now and then, but I'd sure as hell not let that deal pass me by. Oh, no. I'd jump on with the boat. And uh, he was very willing. He said, hey, I'll go tell him that you're going to take my place. You can... You know, you can have these three places, and, uh, man, I I laughed all the way home. I was so happy. I just thought, God, what a break, you know. But, again, July is a few months away, and we've just got to keep our nose down and just keep going until we find that sweet spot. So, and he reiterated to me, he says, hey, it, it was tough for me. And uh, he said, especially in Los Angeles County, he said, it was horrible. But he said, I just kept it going, kept it going, kept it going. And and uh, he says, let me tell you one thing. Uh, persistence will pay if you just stick with it. So uh, I said, okay. I, I came home with a different attitude because up until that time, uh, I had been talking, maybe I ought to just put this thing on Craigslist, you know, after all the blood, sweat, and tears of building this thing. And, no. Uh, no. <laughs> so, I, mean, and I understand I, that feeling. I understand that feeling, Bob, but you, I, I watched you, you know, start this project. 
um, I want to be talking to you in in a month or so, and 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 you not having any second thoughts anymore. Um, and it's doable. You know, I I hate to know that you're you know you're struggling, but I I hear it. Um, obviously, I hear the good stories and the bad. Um, sure. And and but I know that it's doable. Um, you're you know we talked the other week to Thunderdogs. Yes. I don't know if you remember he was on the radio, and he's he's from your neck of the woods, um, and so it's definitely doable. Um, we just got to get you to a location, um, and I, I'll help you any way I can, um, but we need to we need to cross that bridge. I would say in the meantime, if you get a chance, go over to the blog and type in location just the word into the search box on the right-hand side, and pull up. you'll pull up some of those episodes and some of the articles we've done where we listed just droves of locations, and I can't even think of all of them off the top of my head, that that are amazing locations that a lot of people will call me and go, Ben, you know, there's supposed to be vendors here. My health inspector said, that, you know, they've got 27 vendors here, and I've never seen one. And I go, mm-hmm. that's because they found locations that are out of the norm. And you're going to find one. You you may find more than one. And you'll end up kicking butt. You know, do you all remember the gentleman that um, – and I, you all have to remember this, and I know for a fact, Jason, you'll remember this. The, the gentleman from Florida and just his tone, I thought he had just woke up and I accidentally said – I didn't accidentally say it, but I didn't mean to offend or anything. But I said, you know, you must have just woke up. You know, but his name is Larry, and and he's from Florida, and he struggled for a year. I mean, some days he had some good days, some days some not so good days, and a lot of not so good days. And he struggled, and he struggled, and he called into the show, and he called in to me um, one day, called my you know my cell number, and and he said, Ben, he goes, I got to tell you, I found the honey hole. And he's been making four and five hundred a day net. He's been wow. doing crazy good. And this just came in just recently. And I'm getting chill bumps telling y'all because if y'all remember Larry, he has really struggled. He has been kicked out of towns. He is um he he's really had a go. He was the, you know, don't get permission, just go and beg for forgiveness. He's had the police run him off. He's He's tried all different kinds of stuff, and he made it. He finally found a spot that is making him money. And wow! And so I just I, I'm glad you brought that up as far as brought this up because it reminded me of him. And I told him I was going to tell people, and I told him actually to call in so that he could share it with y'all. But just know, Bob, there is a location for you, and lots of them. And once you start finding one and you're bringing home three, four hundred dollars in a day, you'll go, oh man, the weight's off of me now. You know, that, that feeling of, oh, okay, now we can pay the bills. And now I can start fine tuning this business. Right now it's kind of a panic. And sometimes being in that panic mode or being in that discouraged mode causes us to not make the best decisions or gets us discouraged, or we see a place and we go, ah, oh, they probably ain't going to let me go there, or whatever. It doesn't sound like you're there to that point, but I want to see you make this. You spend a lot of hard work and time getting this ready. And oh, yeah. I know it, you well, can do 
the probably the the most disheartening thing was I, I did work so hard on the cart to do the best of my ability, and then we went to actually it was our second show, and it was four o'clock on the Friday to nine o'clock, and then nine o'clock on Saturday till four o'clock. And it, like I said, it was one of our first, and we sold over 300 hot dogs. And I thought, holy smoke, this is all right. And then after that, I haven't sold 300 hot dogs total since then. And uh, But, you know, so we had great success on our second outing, and since then it's been kind of bad. I wish it was turned around that we kind of had to climb that hill, and then we, we hit a good one. But it was just backwards of that. But uh, we're going to keep going, and we're going to just keep trying until we find that that one spot. And uh, Jason and Ben, I I thank both of you for your help, and uh, I'll be shooting some more emails as we go. And uh, always open and open-minded to any kind of suggestions. Well, please. Just keep plugging along, man. Yeah, and try some other things, and let let me know if you don't care. Email me and go, and and don't use the um, the automated email thing on my site. Just email me directly at ben at benscarts dot com. That comes directly to me. It doesn't get screened or anything. And oh, okay. and let me know um, what um, what you've tried, and maybe I can add some stuff. You know. It may be even stuff you already know, but you you know how you get in these things and you forget something and you go, oh, I didn't even think to ask them that or whatever. We're I, mm-hmm. I want to see you make this, Bob. All right. Well, I do appreciate that. That that is a big big help. It's uh, people like you and the guy yesterday and Jason and everybody on HDVR that uh, I listen every Sunday and. Uh, uh, you know, well educated. Well, I I I think you. I think it's just um, experience, but we're also capitalizing off of everybody's information. It's like the lady tonight, Roxanne. And by the way, I posted her picture. She already emailed it to me, and I posted it over at Facebook dot com forward slash Ben's Carts, and you can look at her picture next to the river of her cart. Um, it's a beautiful setup. But I would. Um, it's stuff like her who's got a tip in her first week. She's already got a tip to give, and yes, she's you know had some bumps in the road, but she's got the right attitude, and so do you. Anybody that can, can that can pinch pennies and do everything you did to sacrifice and scrimp and save and work in the cold and do whatever you had to do to build that cart, and you build it and it's yours, you own it. And now we got to get you making some real money consistently. That's what I'm ready for. Well, it's out there. It's out there. It's a matter of now finding that spot or two and turning this into something. Well, we're going to keep plugging away, and we're going to stay in contact. And, and again, I want to thank both of you for all the advice and the help and and uh, on down into the road for some of my stupid questions or stupid ideas to run past you guys. I don't think any of them are stupid. Um, but I appreciate you a bunch, Bob. Just email me or call me, and I'll I'll do anything I can for you. Oh wait, wait. Let me rephrase that. There is one stupid question, the one that's not asked. There you go. That's yeah. It. Had a science teacher okay. tell me that in eighth grade. Yep. Well, have a good night, Bob, and thanks for calling in and thanks for being patient on waiting. 
Uh, not a problem. Jason, Ben, thanks a lot for your help, bud. You Have a good one. Folks, um, folks, believe it or not, um, you're listening to Hot Dog Vendor Radio. We have gone long tonight. Um, I think we're we're on our third hour and almost uh, 28 minutes or 32 minutes into our third hour. And I would like to tell everybody thank you. I know some people have left the chat lines. We have over 300 people listening live right now. And so that's pretty exciting. Um, I do have a caller on the line, and I'm going to pick that up, area code 228. This is Ben. You're listening live on Hot Dog Spender Radio. Thanks for joining us. Hello, How you doing, Ben. Doing good. Who is this? Uh, this is Greg. I emailed oh, you Greg. Uh, yeah. the question I have for Jason and you, too. You can chime in there. I just listened to Bob especially and hear Jason talking about how if you change every menu is so important. And I've got a cart. Um, I'm getting set up down in Biloxi, Mississippi. That's where I'm from. But, Jason, the, the variety of, of products you put out, I've, a question I had to ask is, what, what is your system of controlling weight? Throw it out there and see what you say. Jason, I don't know if you can hear that. It was kind of it's kind of horrible. Yeah, it was kind of horrible. Of I think it was something about controlling waste. Um, yeah. I'm going to basically – Hold on. I'm going to – what I'm going to do is I'm going to mute his line so that the feed it's looping back through, but you're still okay. there. You're, he's still on the line, and he can hear us. But okay. his question was specifically is you sell high-dollar dogs and sausage, oh, yeah. and he wanted to know what what is the best methods for controlling food cost and waste when you're dealing with something that isn't 22 cent and you don't mind losing a dollar's worth of them every day. Um, you could lose a lot of money, like your alligator and stuff. You're talking big money to lose. Yeah, $14 dog, yeah. Um, basically, the way I handle it is I don't cook a ton of stuff. Uh, I kind of know after a little while what I sell a day. And uh, I'm not afraid at the end of the day. I kind of create a demand by saying, oh, sorry, Ben, we're out of that. You know, sorry, it's one thirty. If you were here, you know, noon, you would have got that. Um, or you can always call and reserve one. Uh, but I kind of create a sense of urgency based around I don't feel like wasting a whole lot of sausage. And there are days I've had a few things, and what I do with them is uh, I create roadkill chili. I take it home, run it through the processor, and we make chili. So the chili, you know, the kids call it roadkill, and it's stuck, and the customers like it. And um, we just found it's, you know, whatever exotic meat we were using that week. So I'll take it right home. Uh, it's, it's, it's cooked. Freeze it if I need a day or so to, to get enough together or some other stuff or what I'm doing. And uh, I'll make roadkill chili from it. But the main thing I try to do is not wind up with anything left over at the end of the day. Well, and I'm now not, see this not afraid to tell you that, you know, I'm out. Like my on my sausages, um, they're, they were the more expensive part of my meal. And when I do them... Um, at the most, I would have two done, and and then I would put them into onto the grill when they ordered them. Are your sausages something that you could just cook up in three to five minutes and have it not be something that you prepared in advance? I guess me. Yeah, you. For the caller. Me? No, I, I've, uh, I'll cook them up first and then I have them, hold them under a steam pan uh, to keep them hot. 
And that way, you know, because when my rush happens, I mean, it's nothing to have 20 people deep for an hour. So I just need to be able to, you know, flip uh, it up, throw it on a roll, top it, and serve it. So I if I if I was cooking to order, man, oh, my God, I'd be buried. But you're basing that on already knowing you you know your flow right now because you've you've got a yeah. history, a track record. In his yeah. situation, would it hurt to own to not have any prepared already to have them? Uh, I, I have I have one or two, and then kind of go from there, and either either decide whether you're gonna cook another one or uh, you know not cook another one. I mean, right? You know, me me, I just you know it happens so quick. Um, you know, while I was serving, I realized, oh crap, I only have so much of this left, and I'm winding up throwing more on the grill as I'm trying to serve others, you know, and trying to flip. And I mean, the other thing is, I work by myself. I mean, I've got some girls starting now, and uh, you know, so I got some help and things. But I mean, you know, in the beginning, it was just me for right. the first year, and uh, you know, trying to uh, <laughs> open up packages. Of, sausage and slap them on the grill and try and keep them all straight was, uh, you know, I probably wouldn't have done it that way, the way I did it when I started, but I mean, I, I just didn't have a choice. It was crazy. Right. Right. Um, but I, I would say starting with, uh, you know, possibly three quarter cooking some and either leaving them in the steam table or even putting them in water and then throwing them up on the grill. Um, you know, I'm trying to come up with a system, you know, to make it a little easier on yourself, but I would definitely not be afraid of saying, oh, sorry, buddy, we ran out of that. You know, it's a little late in the day. You need to be here earlier. People hate being left out, and they'll try and get back earlier uh, for that item next time. And uh, that that sense of urgency, you know, letting them know, you know, we only cook a dozen of those a day, and sorry, you're number 13. Um, you know, that, that also kind of works in a marketing thing, too. You know, if you want to mention that tomorrow is going to be this special or that special, and then, you know, cook a little bit extra of that and not so much of the other stuff. Great uh, demand. Yeah. I like I'm, I'm all about being demand. out. Yeah. Being, being out can be a benefit because it, it okay. creates that demand, and they come back the next day earlier, or they tell their friends, hey, you, you got to be there early to get that. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if you follow Twitter or Facebook, but like Corey and I are always saying, you know, sold out one thirty, sold out two o'clock. You know, thank you, Gary. Thanks, good thanks. Sold out again today. You know, see you tomorrow. That kind of thing. I mean, that again, it creates that sense of urgency and creating that demand. And man, they hate to be left out. They cannot like being left out of something, and they will come back earlier and often. So. Hopefully we, hopefully we answered that one for him. I mean, the other thing, you know, you can always call or email me, um, you know, if you have a specific question. I mean, it was a little hard for me to hear him with that feedback, but, you know, you can always email me uh, or call me, Facebook message me. I'm pretty good about getting back pretty quick. Well, I I appreciate that. Jason, I'm sure he will. Uh, hopefully he heard all that. Um, apparently his line disconnected, so I would assume he, he probably called back in, um, but I, I don't I can't see it because it goes beyond my page, but um, hopefully he, he heard it all. Um, if not, he can listen to it later. This will all be available on, at the LearnHotDogs.com blog site um, tomorrow sometime. Um, I try to get them up the night of the show. Tonight isn't going to happen. It's already 
11 o'clock at night. Um, the, um, I really appreciate everybody's help. I do want to tell you, if you go over to um, um, facebook.com forward slash Ben's Carts, you will see um, Roxanne, who was on the show tonight, um, her cart along the river, and you will also see in two seconds, as soon as I can type this in, um, you will see Mike Wood, Michael Wood, his cart um, in Georgia. He's using one of it's an old big dog. As far as he's been at this a long time, he's he's um, he's got a cart that's I guess four four or five years old, and he's still using it every day or every time he goes out. He he vends a lot. He's retired and he loves vending and um, he shares a lot on the show. So you may want to go over there and look at his cart and set up. Um, and he's in a little town. Has people, you know, where are you? Where are you today? Where are you going to be next week? You know, he's got a following. Um, I don't know that we have anything else um, going on as far as on um, people holding. There's nobody else holding. Um, and so I think that uh, we'll call it a night and deserve it. Yeah. <laughs> Jason, man, I am impressed. You came on tired and you stayed for the whole show. Try it. Three shows worth of show. Um, I mean, we just packed um, a whole, you know, three shows into one show, but you know, it took us three hours. But um, I really am happy that so many people called in. Thanks for sharing. I thank all those in the chat room helping each other out, asking questions. Um, if I missed any questions in there, I apologize. I, I don't usually have the chat open because it slows down my connection. And so I get it started when I start the show or before the show, and then I turn it off on my end so that it's not bogging me down. But I thank everybody for joining us tonight. And, Jason, I thank you for sharing so much tonight. No problem. Well, folks, y'all have a good evening, and remember, um, Sales View, I'll have the links and some screenshots, and I may even do a video of me setting up my Sales View um, for my hot dogs and, and show you that. It'll be at the blog. Um, also, if you're looking to um, or want more information on the Ice Cream Bike Biz, it's a easy, cost-effective, um, inexpensive way to get started in the street food vending business, and capitalize on the soon to come summer. Um it may um you know it could for itself seven or eight times this summer for you. I look forward to us meeting next week. I don't have any more children grandchildren you know expected. So I should be <laughs> I should be at least nine months out from any more grandchildren. <laughs> you know you have six daughters. Six daughters you're bound to be eat up with some grandchildren. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I thank everybody for joining us. Y'all have a wonderful night. Have a good night, guys. Radio was brought to you by Ben'sCarts.com and the hot dog answer man himself, Mr. Ben Wilson. Also by the letter H and the number one. Tune in next week for the very best hot dog vendor information money can't buy. CBR Hot Dog Vendor Radio.